everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Gameware Express, where we're all sick. Thanks, Stephen. It's, okay. it's Friday, November the 7th, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder, and sorry if I sound like death. I've been dealing with sinus stuff all week. I don't think Stephen actually got me sick. No. But maybe you did. No, I didn't um, get you sick. Welcome to the show, Stephen Martin. Martin. Thanks for having me, Adam Arinder. You feeling any better this week? No. Okay. <laughs> Vaughn, well, a little bit, a little, little bit. Vaughn Venters. I'm here. not sick. Oh, that was that time you were sick for four months, just made up for your future sicknesses <laughs> for the next few years. Yep, exactly. Neil Bottoms here. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm not sick either. That's oh, good. Oh yeah. Uh, you lied. You said we're all sick. None of us yep. are sick. Well, maybe we're all <laughs> sick in the head. That's probably it. <laughs> and this week we have a very special guest returning to the show. One of the original Gameware employees, father of two very beautiful children, and lover of all things indie. Please welcome back, Mr. Scott Bezdek. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not sick. I just got physical ailments. <laughs> yeah, you came in with a walking boot and, and everything. Well, so yeah. I counted that. as a, I just sound all nasally. I can hear it in my headphones. You sound the same to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thanks. You I'm glad you are able to come sick. in town and uh, be on the show. So uh, sorry we're coming at you a little late. Um... Scott was able to record on actual Friday, so we don't have to pretend it's Friday this week. Um, and we're leading into the holidays. It's now November. So as Neil so eloquently put it before the show started, now it's time for the sequels of all your favorite games to finally come out. Woo! We have a lot of new releases this week. So for this week's intro question, Scott, we'll start with you because you're our special guest. Oh, boy. What, in your opinion, is the best sequel now, to any game series? Now, you can't pick the original. We're strictly talking sequels. But it could be any in the line of a, a series? Like sure. Two on. Yes. Try to just go find all the loopholes in this question. We'll go on. Yeah, well, you know, I, I just I didn't know a lot of time. We'll to even go this. back to what Vaughn was saying about Mario. Yes, Galaxy, I guess, could be considered the sequel. Okay. So from the yep. original. Okay. So, okay, well, I'm going to cheat and kind of do two. I'm going to do like a, a weird one that. I mean, my answer every question you would ever give me is going to be Panzer Dragoon at some point. <laughs> right. I would think the best sequel would be Panzer Dragoon Saga. Right. Third in the series, quite a departure. Amazing RPG when the other ones were on rail shooter. But um, I wouldn't say that would be for everyone. I think like the best example of a sequel done right would be Portal 2 for me. That's a great mm -hmm. answer. Um, even though it's not necessarily my favorite, I just I love how they took the first one. I was really worried thinking about how Portal was this perfect, precise, short thing that had never been done before. Mm -hmm. How are you going to really do that and do it justice and make it longer without just kind of doing the same thing over and over yeah, again? Yeah. And so I thought they did the perfect build-up of using the same mechanics and then switching to the gels. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I thought it was just as well-written, you know, just as funny. The humor was there without right. still being – like trying to overdo it from the first right. one. Right, so, you know, they didn't <coughs> jump the shark, but they didn't depart too much. It was just, you know, I was happy grin the whole time playing through. So I would say that was, like, perfectly done. Um, so I think that would be a more general answer for me. Excellent. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again, Stephen Martin. Hey, what you, what do you what do you think? I was joking before we started recording this. I said Wave Race sixty four was my awesome. favorite sequel, and I guess it sort of is because um, Wave Race was a Game Boy game and not very good, and I don't think anyone ever bought it. So, like, why did Nintendo even make a sequel to a game that no one probably played? I didn't even know it came out on Game Boy. So Me that's either. Same. There's like two or three years between the two games, but it's almost like it's an eternity, right? Because mm -hmm. the Game Boy game was a monochromatic, overhead, turny racing game like it was made in the 80s. And then Wave Race 64, even to this day, has been not even duplicated by another developer as far as... I mean, the only even fun 
wave game was wave racing game was Splashdown, but that had nothing on. Wave right, because that's just kind of a racing game on water. Yeah, the wave <laughs> physics were the. Yeah, it's the the wave physics are the secret fifth racer of wave race because it's dynamic it changes uh, even in the middle of a match or a middle of a race, the wave physics will, will be different and you have to kind of adapt to that. And, you know, they made a sequel to that. It made Blue Storm, but it just wasn't as good to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was older. I don't know. No, it wasn't as good. Yeah. Was but it on GameCube? That was a GameCube launch game. Wow. Wave oh. Race 64 really was... made that analog stick sing, didn't it? Man. <laughs> I, I haven't played it for years, and, and even now, just kind of jumping back into it, it feels like I never stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. So it's my magic answer. Wavery 64. Love that game. Excellent. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Vaughn Venters. Well, I always like to say that like a lot of my favorite games in a series go down to the Zelda stuff, where it's like uh toss up between Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, because they're all really good, and mm-hmm. they all like pretty much came out back to back to back, with the exception of the Game Boy games. Right, true. But uh one that one game that was very groundbreaking as a sequel to the series itself, I would say, would be Super Smash Bros. Melee. I'd agree. Especially, I know, as surprise, far as the fighting, <laughs> the fighting community you're right But Mostly because, like, that game improved upon everything that the 64 version was about. Like, it had more characters, it had much better graphics, it was a lot faster, and there was a lot more to do. But I can't spike as Kirby as well, so just throw it out the window now. <laughs> Yeah, there are there are differences in character balance, but mm-hmm. everything else like just improved upon it. Like everyone like everyone who's been playing Smash like can still play that one years later after its release back in two thousand one. Plus there's a huge fundamental change to the core mechanics that introduced the side B. Right. Which was not there in sixty four. So since I played sixty four so much, that still throws me off playing newer Smash games is that side B. Yeah, you have that extra move. Mm-hmm. And you also have uh side throws as well. Right, exactly. Which you also didn't have, so, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. A, it's a fun, fun game. Welcome mm. to the show, Vaughn. It's good to be here. Neil. Yes, sir. This is originally your question. Yes. hope you have a good answer. Well, Scott actually had my answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but that's okay because I actually had a backup one, Whoa. which just so happens to kind of fall in the same series. Okay. But I would have to go with, other than Portal 2, for every reason you mentioned. Half-Life 2. Okay. I thought there that we one go. Too. <laughs> uh, just, you know, as far as the gameplay, it was when they introduced the uh, the Source engine. It was the first one to have, like, these crazy realistic physics. I remember them showing it off, just basically shooting a mattress and how the mattress moved realistically. <laughs> but then also, you know, as the weapon selection with the gravity gun. Everything about that game just felt like it was worth the six-year wait mm-hmm. and building a computer for you know, now you're of, waiting another eight years plus, plus for three. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I guess I would, other than Portal 2, which I think was the most improved sequel without going too crazy, I yeah. would say Half-Life 2. That's that's a series. I tried playing the first one, and it was just weird because I'm not used to playing computer games, and it's mm-hmm. just so dated. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get into because I've heard so many great things about the Half-Life series and everyone freaking out about the potential yeah. third one. I wanted to see what was up, which is hard to to get into. Yeah, and it's one of those games where like you you have no idea where to go. You yeah, just exactly. kind of just go. That's and... 90s <laughs> shooters, yeah. right? I had a weird experience with Half-Life 2 in the fact that I did not touch it until the Orange Box came out because like, mm-hmm. I didn't have a PC or yeah. I didn't play games on the PC. And uh and I wasn't even right away when I played Portal on the Orange <laughs> Box and I didn't touch Half-Life 2 for a while. 
and I played it and you know way later after it came out and uh, so much hype and I, would, I was playing it and I'm like oh this is really good but I don't you know if this is like legendary you know mm-hmm. but literally I, I think a year or so after I was like no I think I realized how amazing it was like <laughs> it was really it's probably the only time where I wasn't sure how I felt about a game after playing it so late after all the hype. Right. And, um, Were you sleeping and then you just kind of woke up all of a sudden in the middle of the night and you realized Half-Life 2 was actually Well, I think good. I just started realizing how many things it started. You know, like right. uh, environment of storytelling and, you know, just how many things that they started, you know. Maybe that's not, maybe that's another problem I had playing it for the first time in 2013 is like... you already seen all that So many before. other games have done what mm-hmm. half the Half-Life series has yeah. done. Yeah. So it's hard Anyways. to explore you can get into. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good answer. Um... Welcome to the show. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Always I always feel so bad when here. I like go back and listen to it and forget to welcome people to the show. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You're such a tyrant. I always feel welcome, Adam. You don't have to tell oh, me. Thanks, Neil. Uh, for mine, I probably have to go with uh, Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Easily the best one in that series. And I actually really like the first Mass Effect. There are just some weird things uh, in that game that the second one fixed. Overall storytelling, all of the, um, what's it called? The trust missions. The only thing I didn't like to change from one to two is the bullets, the actual ammo they added. I liked the the timer cooldown from the first mm-hmm. game, but the movement, the shooting, the combat, and the good flow of between that and storytelling that three completely loses and mm-hmm. one didn't really have makes Mass Effect Two my answer. Actually, funny about that too is uh Mass Effect Two. That's a good one. I think that's a really good one as well because uh I actually played a little bit of the first Mass Effect and mm-hmm. it was like fun, but once I got to where you get the 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 vehicle, yeah, like when oh, the, that, that kills it just it. man, I couldn't like get past that. Mm-hmm. Then Mass Effect Two came out, and I wasn't really that interested in it, but right. I went on ahead and got it anyway because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's just see. Played it, loved it so much that it made me like force myself to go back through and play the right. first one just so I could build a character into two. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. It was definitely they, an awesome sequel. We have Mass Effect news coming later, but they talked about before how they're bringing the Mako back for the next one. I'm just like, <laughs> so. Awesome. Everyone had great answers. Uh, we also have, we'll be talking more about game series later in news as well. But before that, and before we get to what we've been playing, I want to put it at the top of the show where if you want to be on this show, you can, sort of. You can give us a call and leave a voicemail. And you can hear yourself on the show via SpeakPipe. Just go to speakpipe.com slash GameWareExpress and you can leave a voicemail that's shorter than 60 seconds. And uh, you can be on the show. Just be sure to hit the listen feature. So you can play back what you heard because if it's like garbled or not clear or you're talking too fast or nervous, I can't use it. So we want to hear you literally on the show. So speakpipe.com slash Gameware Express for that. I'd like to apologize because I actually was going to use Speakpipe Mm -hmm. and leave a message for myself. For the show, (laughs) Uh, but you know, kids, things happen, and just never got around to it. Kids leave you a message for you for the show. Yeah, well, you know, just for an out of time there, but uh, yeah, I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation with myself. So excellent, um, Scott. We'll start with you this week since you haven't been on a full year. Don't don't read us all the games you've been playing this year, but what have you been playing lately that you've been a fan of? Oh well, I'll, I'll I'll throw out some things that I've beaten recently, or things that I'm playing. Yeah, and if yeah, any yeah. of it interests you, you tell me what you want me to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe okay. if something you're gonna want to know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. I have recently beat. D4. I need to start that. Race the Sun. I don't know what that is. Finally got around to The Last of Us. Never played it for the PS3. So okay. Right. So we'll stop there. Yeah. Let's stop there because okay. uh, you've been because uh, you traded your PS3 in to go for the PS4. You're, yeah, we were going to E3 to where we knew they were going to have announcements for the systems. Mm-hmm. 
And I actually, uh, in Last of Us was released while we were at E3, two E3s ago. Mm-hmm. And I actually anticipated all the stores getting a rush of trade-ins and the value going down. So I said, you know, keep my Xbox, trade on my PS3, put it on the new systems while I get a little more value. So, and then of course, Last of Us came out and everyone loved it. And I was like, oh, I wish I had my PS3. <laughs> but, uh, but it was worth it because I got to play the definitive version. So obviously without spoilers, what did you think? Like overall? Oh, well, I actually think I, I might have even texted you. Seeing as I know you loved it, you know, uh, and I was so frustrated in the beginning because uh, no one told me it was a stealth game. <laughs> I guess I should have known it, you know. But that was my main problem playing it the first I time. I hate too. stealth games mm-hmm. uh, it, because I obsess over things, and so like if there's a pattern, I'll sit there for like 30 minutes and watch the pattern, and then I'll die because I didn't get it right. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, because this thing forever. <laughs> um, and actually, the beginning I loved because, as you guys know. Um, I'm a sucker for story and environments and atmosphere. One of the main reasons I play games is to be drawn into places and worlds that you would have never imagined. And they had me that that first hour where you're just mm-hmm. walking and seeing this, uh, you know, everything going town, hell, yeah. you know, and and the beginning with oh, and, and oh, I, I will have to say that um, uh, I was very emotional in the beginning because before the title card, in the beginning. Just having a daughter and Ooh. seeing a relationship with this character and his daughter and him protecting her, like, I would have never thought that, you know, it would have, like, I was, like, seriously stressed and mm-hmm. worried and stuff like that. So um, that happened right away. And then you fast forward, there's, you know, they've been living with this situation and, uh, and how the town is. And it just, I was into it. There was no shooting. And then the clickers came. And I think that first clicker encounter, I did about four hours <laughs> of trying to get it right because, like, I would always mess up on the second or third one, and they would all bum rush me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there trying to shoot and just waving my gun around and wasting, like, 18 <laughs> things of ammo. And you don't I'm, have a lot of ammo in that right. game, Right, and, and, and I'm the kind of guy that, like, you know, Tomb Raider back in the day on the PlayStation, you know, ammo was scarce and stuff like that. And if I wasted five bullets, I would restart an hour's worth of gameplay mm-hmm. just to keep those bullets and then I'd end up beating the game with like 25 health packs and 200 bullets because I was so conservative. So anyways, it was very frustrating. Um, but once I kind of picked up on everything and maybe after like the first two hours of encounters, then I just fell in love with it. Absolutely. Like it would have definitely been, I don't think it would have been my game of the year, but it would definitely been top three the year before. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I was just blown away. And and this is coming from someone who actually does not like Uncharted as much as most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncharted one was okay. Two had me for a while, but I actually never beat it because I just got so frustrated with some of the things. So I'm not even like fully into Naughty Dog, like you know, without you know criticism or anything like that. So yeah, they killed it with Last of Us. So did you? Were you? Um, did you rather fighting click? I can't talk to people or people. Yeah. Did you prefer um, fighting clickers or people more? I don't know, man. I think they switched up just enough to kind of. I agree. Yeah, like either. It wasn't so much about like the the AI and the setups for each of the situations for each one. There were certain situations with clickers mm-hmm. that blew my mind, and certain ones that kind of get tedious, and then you know vice versa. Um, so I think it was more about like the environment and the setting for each group of right. enemies. They just they had high points. I never had any low points other than that beginning for me. Because I actually got to where at first I had problems with the clickers, like you did in stealth. And that's yeah. when I quit playing it the first time. But then once we got done fighting other people and clickers showed up, I was like, thank God I'm fighting clickers again because right. these they, people yeah, suck. Yeah, they, you kind of play it out with each group and kind of like certain. 
you know, getting bored or whatever, and then they switch it up at the right time, keep you into it. So very, very smart design. Love the acting. Um, I love the believe how believable the characters were, mm-hmm. and I actually uh, quite enjoyed the ending. Yeah, really. I, I okay. know some people didn't. Yeah, I like okay. I, because I can appreciate it for what it was. That's a, yeah, I feel like it's one of those games that ended how it needed to, not how you wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we you know yeah. we avoid spoilers on this podcast. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't. Don't tell. Don't say what it was. This two-year-old game. You should be professional and uh, and say like fast forward to the uh, three whatever mark and okay. Anyways, because I have some. I think depending on your point of life, if you're good, that ending's gonna bother you. You're right because uh, and then depending depending on why that ending would bother you. But anyways, uh, we could talk about that off the show. Yeah, Yeah. But um. But see again, it's 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 a it's a good discussion and debate. I mm-hmm. think if they would have gone the other way, there wouldn't people wouldn't talk about it. You're right. So yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, we're published. Um, that sounds great, doesn't it? My mic. That's awesome. Um, papers, papers, papers. Actually, I was clearing out my Xbox uh, 360 games that I haven't played yet. So I finally did play Wolf Among Us, which see, I still haven't played that yet. Yeah, it was. Too. I was. I enjoyed it, but it, I, I think. I think I'm done with the concept of I'm going to play every Telltale game. Really, I think I'm just going to play Game of Thrones if it looks like it's good. <laughs> did you play Walking Dead season two? No, season one. Yes. Okay, I'm the same way. What yeah. did you? How would you compare just briefly Wolf Among Us to Walking Dead? I like the differences, uh-huh. but it lacked any. The, the intensity is what did it for uh, Walking Dead mm-hmm. and the stakes. Uh, so I liked what they did with the comic book. I think it's, and I'm not the biggest comic book guy. I was going to ask. Where are so you? I think, I think, well, I wouldn't be able to tell you if you read the comic, that specific comic, if you would like it or not. But as someone, you know, I think they did a good job telling a comic book story. Okay. And I think uh, it would definitely placate fans of that. But I'm not a big comic book guy. So have you read either of those? I mean, The Walking Dead is a show which I watched, but I didn't read it. Yeah, I have nothing against comics. I just never had anyone in the comics, so I never got mm-hmm. into it myself. So. Um, the but only thing about uh, liked it, playing yeah. those Telltale games on a console like that, do, can you transfer that to new consoles? Or if you, if Walking Dead, or I'm sorry, Wolf Among Us Season Two comes out, I don't know if I do you have to play Season it on, Two. Really? Yeah, it just depends what, what's going around. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of Game of Thrones because that's I, mean, it's Game I of think Thrones. that kind of I think that kind of like with the uh, Walking Dead, I think that kind of choice based mm-hmm. uh, consequence needs to have the high stakes for me to really, mm-hmm. you know. It, in a different time, in a different place where I had more time, uh, and Destiny wasn't out, <laughs> I would probably play uh, any of their games because they're creative. Um, but you know, I think for now on, I think like Game of Thrones, and I think eventually I'll probably play season two of Walking Dead, but I haven't got around to it. But anyways, yeah, just because you know, backstabbing death, I mean that stuff is probably a little more suited to that style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was still good. Okay, I still mean to check it out. See, I have them on PC, so I don't have to worry about yeah. generation shifts and yeah. sequels and stuff. But I still need to get around to that. Yeah. And then uh, right now, currently, I'm playing. Uh, I know no one's talking about, but I am playing NHL 2014. But I play that every year. 2014 so. or 2015? No, 2015. Yeah, you're right. I mean, how? As someone, the last hockey game I played was probably in 2001. Does it? How does it stack up to the previous year's hockey oh, games? Oh. The, the, they should get sports game every year. It's just, you know, they did have their issue this year where they skipped the year, and you would think when they skipped last year that they would have not gone feature short. Mm-hmm. You know, I did hear that. Cutting features, and they did. It just so happens that all the features they cut were stuff I don't use, so it doesn't really uh, affect me. 
That always um, happens with sports games, especially EA. I mean, I remember when NCAA 07 or 06 came out on Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and half the shit was cut that I was playing used on my PS2 version, just, I guess, because of the improved graphics, and they didn't want to put as much on and have enough time. It's a new console. I don't know, but it seems like every time there's a generation shift in a sports game, they take features out. Yeah. I don't know. You know, but as far as NHL, EA, I mean, they've been killing it since 97. That's when they really? switched to the, the two analog sticks, oh, okay. and every year it's been better. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I, I can't tell you if you're not a hockey fan if you'd like it, but, I mean, they mm-hmm. captured that sport, and I think that sport is one of the best sports to be translated intact. You know, you can blitz something up or, you know, make a, a game more arcadey or whatever, but they've done an amazing job at capturing the game of hockey and that just happens to be a fast, fun game. Are you a hockey fan, or are you huge just like hockey? Fan. Okay, but I'm also I'm also a huge LSU Saints football person. You know you live I, in I don't the South, play right. There's no ice down here. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> my brother uh, had a friend who was into Detroit Red Wings when I was a kid, hmm. and my brother was in college when I was in late grade school, high school, and he would bring me out to the LSU apartments where mm-hmm. he lived with his roommate. And I associated my first hockey games going on a Saturday to my college brother's apartment, him cooking up some gumbo, giving me beer <laughs> at a very young age, and I'm drinking beer watching we hockey. We do not condone underage drinking on the show. I don't remember much back then, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know what the sport is, but I love it. <laughs> you know? See, so, should have come to E3 with us this year. The LA Kings won while we were down there. Well, you know, then I moved to North Carolina for four years. That's right. And that was an expansion team that never did Jack, mm-hmm. but they had a, uh, what is it called, a lockout or whatever. And yeah. then they redid the sport to be much faster, and they kind of like crippled the defense and, and put all these things for high scoring. And the year that hockey came back was the year I moved to North Carolina. <laughs> and that team just, they figured out all the tricks and they won the cup the year I went there. Wow. And uh, watching hockey down here, you only get like the uh, one week, one game a week. Whatever's on like uh, Right. CBS and if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan or whatever, you might see like 10 games a year out of 82 mm-hmm. games. So I watched all 82 games on local TV and then went to like <laughs> seven or eight of them, including one of the Stanley, uh, not Stanley Cup, I went to one of the playoff games and oh. I was like hooked. So anyways, I know we're bored. No. <laughs> I used to love game. watching Kingfish. The yeah, Kingfish yeah. were fun to watch. Yeah, Well, those so. are fun because they're not good enough to be real players. So they right. just fight the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to watch like eight fights. <laughs> um, I am almost done with Evil Within. Okay. I know Steven played a little bit of that. Um, that's true. Good discussion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only like at the the very beginning of that where you're just in this haunted house area that's well, traps there's everywhere. Some, I mean, I, you know, there's I, I have a, there's plenty to say about that game. Like speaking well, go of, ahead. Uh, if you want to like compare Evil Within to like Last of Us, right? Um, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Right? We can do. We can. Well, do no, that. no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the parts where I got frustrated with Last of Us. Uh, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. everything else was so amazing that it pulled me through. Or Evil Within doesn't yet, mm. to its merit, I am going to complete it. And I'm at the point in my life where I used to beat everything I played, but now if something's bothering me and there's time to win out of frustration, I'm done. Even if I'm like close to the end. Wow. Okay. Uh, I love Bayonetta so much, but that like last boss after you've actually beat the game, <laughs> I was so close and I couldn't beat it, and I was so tired. And I was like. I'm not going to beat that last boss, you know, and that would have killed me. Like and that's five fine. Years ago, yeah. That's fine. But I, I still love again. But anyways, but um, I really like Evil Within, but you know, definitely a lot of rough edges, and um, um, I think I was disappointed in the story, but there's there's enough going on 
Uh, particularly the thing I do love is that I don't. It's ballsy, man. Really? Because every level is very different. Yeah, I got like, that I've just never, from the first four chapters. I got to like the third level. I'm like, all right, here we go. Here's Resident Evil Four, you know, or third or fourth level, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is feeling more like Resident Evil Four. Next level, nothing like it. Yeah. Huh. And then the next level, I mean, you get hints of things, but it is like literally different. Like your your mindset, your how you handle things, the enemy. It's just crazy. It's it's a it's a it's probably the reason I keep going. It's how did you even right. start that game? Because the first two chapters are all stealth. Well, well, that yeah. again. I hit <laughs> right. that again. You know, I, I, and you're, are you thinking like, is this entire game stealth? Yeah, I was twenty hours of I, I was survival thinking that. But see, stealth. that's the thing though. I do like certain games. Like, okay, I treat things like Metal Gear and Ten, well, not even Tenchu, but Metal Gear and uh, like Deus Ex and stuff like that differently than I treat like uh, the horror games, like Amnesia. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Outlast Amnesia are games I enjoy a lot, um, and I really thought. Evil Within was going to be like that, because in the first two levels, you're like hiding under beds, closets. Yeah, you have no and effective weapons. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool, you know. And then all of a sudden, it's like Resident Evil. And then, you know, and then, tell you the truth, I'm on like uh, chapter 13, and after the first two chapters, you spend the whole time hiding. I think I've hidden once. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they really just, only they, use they that in the beginning. Hmm. Yeah. So, but it keeps you on your toes. It's kind of, <coughs> I like it, but it's 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 got problems. But... I'm glad I'm playing it. I'm gonna beat it. I'm about to say, are you gonna finish it? Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm too invested. Oh, I was on <laughs> chapter ten or eleven, and literally three hours dying over and over on one boss, and it was just something stupid that I didn't figure out, and I was like about to destroy <laughs> my entire everything in front of me. And then I remembered, no, that's where I play Destiny, so I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about crazy bosses? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, obviously. Neil and I are still playing Destiny. Actually, okay. might even play tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> hopefully play. Hopefully, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll be up when I get home. Well, I'll be on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, no, okay. So, so last sure. time we talked, Neil, you were at 25. Still there. Still there, Scott. I well, it's weird with the way leveling works. I've been 29 for a while. Uh -huh. I've been 27 and 28 recently because I'm working on new gear. Okay. And you level up the gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get lights, and so I had uh, as far as I could go with one setup got an exotic armor and so you kind of have to strip back down if you're going to wear mm -hmm. it and build it up uh and it's a better setup so i've been working on that and so now i'm back to 28 and i have about if i <laughs> you're guaranteed to grind out a, a few pieces of the things you need to build up your armor if you do certain events every day and i do those events almost every day without fail <laughs> i'm talking like i literally you know Put my you know kid down for a nap, and I literally take 15 minutes to do a, uh, yeah. a public event just to get the first you know your package in right. the mail because you know you do public events and you may get nothing, mm -hmm. and you may get something, but if you do the first one every day, you get a special package which is guaranteed some really good material to help upgrade. But you need so many of them, I, I probably have at least like two weeks of playing God. every day to get this exotic gear up to its highest level. Yeah, I'm getting to the point now where I'm. Taking all three characters, going to things. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, here's what, here's where you should get to, because this is where I'm getting to. But it's like you can, yeah, you can go and like say like you do the strange coins things where you can get nine. You do it with one character, then your other one, the other one, put it in your vault, and then you have twenty seven coins for one character. It's no wonder that that Destiny fans play every day, play for three hours. It doesn't matter why we play. We play. It doesn't matter. So just look at the numbers. I mean, if you play any grindy RPG. 
you can't complain. I mean, it's kind of it's, it's kind of like whatever said, aesthetic and gameplay you like. You're right. You know? I, I don't right. play Pokemon. I don't. It's the yeah. same. I don't thing. play. I used to play Japanese RPGs. Actually, I used to love grindy, huge games, mm-hmm. and I haven't played one in so long uh, because I think I just need a certain aesthetic and a certain gameplay. <laughs> and I love Bungie's world building, and I love the gunplay, and yeah. I things like Diablo and stuff. I could get into them, but you know the hack and slash isn't enough for me. I like the the and I'm the not joy even, of seeing I'm numbers a, come out of a headless corpse as it yeah. falls over. It is. It, I know I made a joke on y'all's uh, live stream for uh, whatever extra uh, life. extra life. Yeah, um, it is Fantasy Star. Oh yeah, and like and that was the last. Like Neil said, that was probably the only like uh, not MMO but online cooperative focused game that I'd ever gotten into just because it's something about the aesthetic of that world the the you know just just it has the things that i need to play that kind of game um but it's not for everyone yeah for sure yeah and i think i've mentioned this before too and just like you said it's really the gunplay that keeps me coming back i mean just like i just like i was speaking to you before the podcast how i've i just figured out that the two weeks worth of strikes i've been doing was for nothing (laughs) but guess what i'm going right back changing my armband and i'm going to do some more strikes you can't buy stuff from that vendor right yeah i can yeah Yeah, i just need to go get out for you in the long run yeah you could have Building up too, anyways. Right. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, like we more, we talk about this on the headset. <laughs> the more, I mean, I haven't played, but you're right. I did love the gunplay of that, and that's the only reason I kept going. It's just the more I learned about the post game, the post twenty game, I just it, it didn't make me want to do it. I had a friend. Um, I was playing with them and her boyfriend, and like they're just going about it and doing all these things where you go on the patrol and you have their circuits to get all the helium or the ore mm-hmm, or whatever the right. fuck. And it's just like this does not seem fun. Yeah. And yeah. I love Pokemon and grinding the stupid shit, but when I do that, I can also watch TV as I sit there and wait oh, for my eggs well, to hatch. I've, I've actually watched like an LSU game and remote played on my Vita, going to pick up. <laughs> just you know, I'm not gonna ever do like yeah. a mission or a strike, but running but your patrol pick up, routes. Pick up, yeah, just I doing need, patrols. I need materials. Yeah. I, you know, he knows this. I've done them so much that I have doing routines mm-hmm. on the different planets. So I have like. You know, start here, and I know where they're likely to spawn these materials or whatever, right. and so I can do that in my sleep. You know, fair enough. Um, so actually, I remote play Destiny all the time just to collect materials and maybe do some of the lower. I guess that makes sense. How does that work? For, I mean, how does that work for you, like a remote play? I mean, is it work oh, it's, it's, like they, they, they did it great. They um, it, it it's pretty smooth. I mean, I have an awful setup in my house, <laughs> um, but as long as I'm like in the same living room, or whatever. It's, okay. You, you'll get a little lag enough to where I would not do like a high level strike with it. But I'll do like the daily, yeah, you know, level twenty two mission. If yeah. I, you know, since I know I'm backwards and forward, I may not do them <laughs> in the beginning. But now that, you know, I know exactly. Today's was a great one. It was a really easy one. It's just where I love the, sword the first Vex one where you just uh, run yeah. to them, spawn them, and then kill them. So it was yeah, like in five minutes, like I just got all the stuff I needed for the day. Here, here's the thing with Destiny, and here's why I'm playing. And it's really funny because uh, I don't do online mm-hmm. um, because I have a very strict schedule. In my head of what I want to play because I have such limited time and energy, uh, just because I'm holding enough kids and stuff like that. Ascendant and, uh, energy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and people for years like you know have been like, oh, let's get online, and I just like you know I'm getting on for a few hours tonight. And I know exactly what I want to do, and I don't want to just get on and play Gears or yeah. Halo, especially anything competitive because I can't put in the time to get good, and I'm too competitive to just get my butt kicked all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't. I only. If I'm gonna do something that's co-op, but even co-op, I'll, I kind of like my own, uh, you know, have my own agenda, my own flow of how I want things to go for the night. Um, but I love 
Bungie so much and I love the Halo games so much that I was like, I'm going to try Destiny. Uh, I was actually kind of like, oh, you know, when I realized like how focused it was going to be on co-op and stuff like that, when more information, I was like, oh, maybe I won't play Destiny. Uh, but, but I started playing it single player mostly. Um, but then I would notice Neil's on, and I thought you guys were going to be on because you know I thought we were going to have a strike team. Um, <laughs> but you know, Neil, you like to play at two a.m. when I have work. Well, at 6 I, 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 that's morning. my. I know. I mean, I can't complain because yeah, it's, that's the only time I get on, and I know everyone else is on a different schedule. But um, you know, I started playing with him when we needed it, and we started having such a good time. And all of a sudden, there was uh, the the strike that we went on. That we were all right around the level that we were supposed to be. Even one of us was lower. It was me, him, and a guy that I had never met that was one of his buddies. And we just kept on getting our butt handed to us. And we were dying over and over. And it was like 3 a.m. We'd been there for hours. And we, you know, we would kind of get him close to the edge. You know, it's this big robot. And there's like all these Vex guys who would just come in wave after wave. And just, oh, it was just a pain. And it was like every every few minutes it was like only one of us left and once all you're dead you know you're you got to start from a checkpoint which is like 30 40 minutes of play and it was so frustrating and every time you would die you would start back at the checkpoint where you're in this cave and you got to run through the cave and jump down and that's where the fight starts and we were trying to figure out if we were going to try again and all of a sudden somebody started raving you know doing a dance you know in this cave because <laughs> your your flashlight comes on because it's dark and so you have like these flashlights and everyone starts dancing and it was the best time and i was like oh this is why people do online you know like it's mm -hmm. not even necessarily the game and it's just like we're dancing in a cave there's a virtual space we're so exhausted and, and tired and this is just the funniest thing i've ever been part of and you know we're like jumping on each other's heads and i was like you know the gameplay and the world building stuff is the reason that got me to that point, you know, mm -hmm. and now, you know, I realize why people play online games, you know, and so it makes, not me, it makes me want to do that more. To fuck your mom. That's yeah. all <laughs> happens when I go. No, no, and that's the best thing is that, like the only people I play with are him and then his friends right. and, you know, even playing with some of his friends when he's not there now, you know, yeah. like, because I don't like playing with strangers, but I actually go on to play with people that I don't know, but we don't talk or anything like that. But mm -hmm. it's funny because no one, I go play these strikes with people that I don't know. But and no one invites me to chat with them because you gotta invite someone to a party. It's not yeah. like you're on a strike team and you talk. You gotta invite like a personal uh, chat. Uh, but you know, once everyone realizes, oh, you're a good player, you're a good player. When you're at the end, you're pointing, you're laughing, you're dancing. You know, it's 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 kind of cool. And people send me invites. I reject the invites, but, you know, <laughs> but everyone's like constantly asking me, oh, you know, you were fun to play with, come join me. And I'm like, well, no, but you mm -hmm. know, it's still cool. You know, we should start good a community. clan. It's a good community. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Destiny. <laughs> it's fun you should get back on uh, see I'm only level 16 so, and I still want to do those um, we'll boost you to 20 real quick yeah, we'll get that's what there. people keep saying but I don't want to do that I don't want to play through all I, my story missions and like those get boring by yourself but I don't well, that's what I'm saying we'll like, play through your story missions oh, okay. I, again I, yeah. the gunplay is what I love okay. I don't care if I don't get anything oh yeah like it's funny because I get on and I'm like man I got all these weird things that I need done and he's like I'll help you and I'm like okay because I wouldn't help you <laughs> <laughs> if you were doing something that's why I, I don't care I just like going and Shooting and getting headshots. That's what I love about the game. <laughs> Most of the people who still play it are in like the mid-20s level. So I feel weird. Like, hey, you want to go do this strike? I mean, this uh, story mission on Venus with me? Like, you know. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay. And other than that, last few days I've been playing Binding of Isaac a lot. And I've been playing... On PS4? Uh, Vita mostly. Okay. Isn't that the it's free cross save, but it's not working right now. Like people, I don't think everyone's having that issue, but mm -hmm. I am, and there's enough people online that are saying it's just you try to stick it, it won't work. Oh, okay. So I I started on my Vita, meaning to play it on both. Right. But, um, but it does a, it's a great Vita. That game is fantastic. Now I bought that on Steam mm -hmm. on a Steam sale, 
and it didn't have controller support. And I know you can do all kinds of things to fix that, but um, but I, you know, I I was playing with it, and then like a week later they announced it was coming out on Vita like in eight or nine months. So I just said, oh I'll wait. That's exactly what happened to me with Rogue Legacy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm, I am playing Rogue Legacy still, but I'll, I don't think I'll ever stop playing Rogue Legacy. <laughs> That's like Destiny light. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one other game that just came out on Wednesday. I know you've you're the only one I've heard talk about good iPhone games. Um, I'm not a big phone game guy. Uh, I mean, I have a few puzzle games to play, short bursts. But uh, really, the only people that make great iPhone games are um, the the people who make Super Time Force. If it, uh, below, what's their name? I can't think of it right now. Um, Cappy. But, yeah, Cappy. They had some good ones, and then they did Super Brothers, which is fantastic, right, yeah. amazing. Um, and then my favorite is Samogo. Samogo uh, did Year Walk and Device Six. Right. Okay. I've heard good the new game just came out on Device Six is incredible. Yeah. Okay. So if you like Device Six, the new one just came out on Thursday night. But actually, I was like, oh, it's Wednesday, like eleven o'clock. I wonder if it's up because I was waiting for it. Mm-hmm. That's how much I like Device Six. I, I started following Samogo, and uh, sure mm-hmm. enough, around like Wednesday at eleven, I was like, yes. <laughs> it's called um, A Sailor's Dream, and it is uh, fantastic. It's beautiful. It's um, it's it's very similar to Device Six. With a little bit of your walk, did you play your walk? No, no, I didn't. It's on PC now as well, but it's it's basically an adventure game, mm-hmm. but done in a style that's very suitable for touchscreen. Um, but it's just such a dark and weird subject matter. It's based on um, your walk is based on, I want to say it's, it's an Australian ritual of like, kind of like uh, one of these fishing quests where you're supposed to like go walk around <coughs> and find yourself. Uh, but there's mm-hmm. all this folklore about you know these gods and you know dead things in the sea and you're supposed to solve this murder like out in the woods or whatever it's really creepy um really cool art style and this game a sailor's dream is like a mixture of those two not so much in subject matter it's actually kind of a a sweet subject but it's it's hard to explain but it plays a lot like device six you're basically supposed to be in the water on a boat and you swipe to get to different islands Mm -hmm. you do some really cool things with the touchscreens to pick what island you're gonna sail to and there's a story you're trying to unravel okay um about a man uh who was uh you know in love with the ocean and a woman who loved him and a girl that lived with him and how he went off but everything's out of order so you're trying to piece together what the story is and so you're going to all these like lighthouses and islands and you're finding these letters and it's kind of you got to figure out who's talking and who's writing what and then you got to solve puzzles and then like you know, the, the, you read this thing about a woman, this woman loved this man, and he went off the sea, so she would sing into a bottle every day about her love. And you find the bottles, they have a daily bottle every day that gives you a piece. She, they actually have a full-blown, like, folk song, like, sea shanty folk song that gives you more of the information of the story of what happened. Hmm. And it, uh, you're not sure, you know, something about a house being burned down. I'm not sure who died, you know. But I've only played it for about two and a half hours, and I've read everything I know to read. But I, I can't solve any of the puzzles yet. There's like one puzzle per island, and you're supposed to be able to piece it together environmentally. Hmm. And uh, you know, usually I've been playing really late, so I'm kind of tired. So I'm just like, uh, but um, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful soundtrack. If you like Device Six, you'll love it. Well, one interesting thing about Device Six is the way you interacted not only with the touchscreen but also with the device That's, by rotating and stuff. Is that also that, in that is it, it is very similar. So when you go into when you're flipping left and right and all of a sudden, like a, in a parallax scrolling, you'll see an island float in to view, and then you'll flip up to 
uh, sail to it, and when you get to it, you start scrolling your finger up like the by six, and you'll start walking up steps, and you'll hear like footsteps going up it, and it'll bring you to like a splitting path, and saying, do you want to go into the, you know, the cabin room, or do you want to go into the attic? If you want to go to the attic, you swipe up, and you'll hear like footsteps, and you'll hear things like that, and you, so you swipe, and you hear the texts and the, the sounds and the pictures all move very similar to device six. It's a little probably less. You know, device six would like you clip up around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does that a little bit. It's a little less on that, but it definitely took lessons from device six. Okay. Um, but I just I think it's great that people actually you know I love it when people do something different and keep the device in mind as opposed to just like you know trying to put you know virtual sticks or you know I just they know what they're doing and I think they figured out you know that device. Yeah, it sounds really the best. interesting. Are these iOS only? Uh, or? I I think so. Maybe think I'm so. not sure. Because unfortunately, switch to Android. But here's the good news: <laughs> I still have my five connected to Wi-Fi, and I go, plan on go. wiping it and using it just for games. So I'm definitely good gonna idea. have to check these out because I loved games like The Room and The Room Two and yeah, actually, like actually that, had to play The Room. So. Those were good too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm tired of iOS stuff. <laughs> I don't even like iOS stuff. It's like literally one game a year comes out. But Hearthstone's on iOS, Vaughn. <laughs> like, I don't own any iProducts. <laughs> Stop it. Well, I was actually just looking at... I think Device 6 is on Droid. Is that it? Yes. Okay. All right. So, so uh, what's okay, the name then. of Daniel Olson? Well, I should say the company's Samogo, so that's just music. Ah. Soundtrack. So, it is. Yeah. Cool. Well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for games. Excellent. Uh, I know Steven and Neil have been playing a nope. hot new <laughs> title from last week on your Nintendo 3DS oh, yeah. platform. When my girlfriend is playing <laughs> Destiny, this is what I've been playing. I get all excited because I get on and I'm like, ooh, Neil's on when I'm on. And I like text him and he's like, oh, it's my girlfriend playing. <laughs> and I'm like, can't your girlfriend and I and you play together? <laughs> <laughs> we only have one PS4. <laughs> Destiny talk is over. Fantasy life talk is now. <laughs> Steven, tell me about Fantasy Life. Fantasy Life is an RPG game that's very lighthearted and it's made by Level 5, who made lots of lighthearted RPGs before this game. <laughs> you can pick a job, one of ten jobs, and walk around the world and do jobs. What'd you pick? I'm an archer. Well, I'm a miner. Okay. So are you're like you're young. <laughs> how, how young are you? You can hang out with me still. Getting tired of this joke. <laughs> so your job is to dig up crystals. I've seen crystals mm -hmm. in some of the areas where I'm shooting things in the head with a bow. Right. But I guess I can't pick them up. And I can stab things with a dagger. That's actually kind of cool. I, I don't do. have a dagger. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a pickaxe and a dagger. So I mine and I kill. So if you don't know what this game is, it's kind of like Animal Crossing, only you do things. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't take forever to do things. Like in Animal Crossing, if you want to pick up a rock, it takes like six hours to pick up a rock. <laughs> you have to read three menus of slow text before it goes into your pocket. But in Fantasy Life, you walk over the rock, you press the fucking button, and it's in your pocket. It doesn't even say you picked up the rock. It's just gone. <laughs> Can and you stack the rocks in your pocket? Yes, <laughs> automatically. <laughs> and it still only counts as one Sweet. item in the pack. In the pouch. It yeah. does that in Animal Crossing, so but only up to nine. And nine. I've, within an hour, I've upgraded my pouch to hold 100 useless fucking things. <laughs> I've got 300. So, yeah. I've collected yeah. so much shit, I don't know what to do with any of it. This I've game's got, great. I've got, I've, got <laughs> I've got like dandelions, I've got red bills, green bills, I don't even know what they are. You know what the downfall for a lot of RPGs like this can be? It's whether, you, whether or not you like the repetitive music. Right. Because if you're playing something like Dragon Quest VIII, 
and you're going through battles, and it's it's the same song over and over. Well, here's the Destiny's funny thing. music is amazing. It is good. It is good. <laughs> I, actually, I, I like actually, the music. I, I like actually the music. haven't played it with the sound on. Okay, so. that's an interesting method. Yeah. Sure. You've just always, been listening I've, to Offspring on your iPod yes. while playing this? Mm-hmm. How'd that's, you know? I should try that. Just the Crazy Taxi yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Fantasy Life would be much better with Crazy Taxi soundtrack. Yes. yes just the four would. songs. There's only four songs in that game. <laughs> I've been Actually, playing Melee for 13 too, years, listening to those same right. songs. Same song. so. <laughs> four songs for four worlds. Oh I'm dying here. But no, I actually really <laughs> like... Um, yeah, there's two yes. bad religion songs. That, that I like. I'm two offspring songs. Yeah, but Fantasy Life is very interesting. Uh, what I like about it way more than something like Animal Crossing, A, the day-night cycle is not to real time. Yep. So I, uh, I greatly enjoy that. Because one of my problems with Animal Crossing now is usually when I get time to play it, it's 8 o'clock and everything's fucking closed. But so you're the mayor. You can set change the, that. Set the time to the stores to stay open that's late. Just, that's just, I, I, just, I don't <laughs> want to totally be a do. mayor. I mean, you can't complain about that. <laughs> I want to be a mayor. I don't want to be a mayor. <laughs> but no, I, I really like just how it has like the aesthetic of just buying a house and building it up if you want to. I actually have bought like a candle for my house, and that was it. I still yeah. have the same green bed. But mainly, I don't know. I'm just really into the... I just like going out and, again, with grinding, just sitting there and killing Literally, the since you're a mineral guy. Yes, <laughs> sitting there, you know, mining the same ores over and over, going back, selling them, coming back, sell, keep killing low-level creatures just to, bad, to I'm, you know, level I'm up, walking up to things that don't attack me. Like they're just... Like the sheep. They're sheep, yeah. I feel so bad and for I killing the sheep. And I pull my bow, and I just... Shoot the fucking sheep through the eyeballs, yeah. you know. And it's—I'm it, a murderer. Yeah. I like, think the why am I even combat. doing this? I think the only thing that's actually attacked me in the game was the damn was the bee. Yeah, I got the bees attacked. <laughs> so me. does Renee like get all worried when you're out like that, or she's like, "I'm so excited she, when it's she doesn't like that. She doesn't like it when she has to shoot the uh, the sheep, just like me. You don't have to. No, you do. I need those experiences <laughs> and the wool and the wool. Yeah, because you will you'll linen. freeze to death. So there is probably so there is combat. You're not just mm-hmm. collecting yeah, shit. Yeah, the game is combat. Yeah, it's okay. an RPG. Okay. I would know. say the only kind of like poor choice I found in the game was I really hate how I have to like une like unequip weapons to pick up something. Like I wish there was just like a straight pickup button while having my weapon still out. Like I hate that I have to like sheath my dagger to pick up something. Yeah, well, if you don't oh, no. sheath that dagger, you might drop it, and then you might fall on it. Oh, so this it game is, is teaching you life lessons. Okay. It's not Makes just sense. a matter of convenience. And how convenient, because I grew up listening to Weird Al's Running With Scissors, and so all I know is... <laughs> sheath that weapon before you pick up that rock. And that was my favorite rap song when I was a kid. Crisscross? Sheath that, that weapon. So, I'm so glad Weird Al had a great you know week when he released his new album. It was all over the place. I'm so happy for New him. video every day. Yeah. So, can is there any multiplayer? Can you like there is the multiplayer? You have to buy played. the you have to buy a DLC content to play multiplayer. Sure, and, and it's controversial because in Japan they didn't know if they were gonna, I guess, even release this game in America unless the DLC sold a certain amount. Wow! And then in Japan there was another version that had all that extra stuff on it. But that version is not here. Right. We just have the vanilla initial Cause, release. Because you were talking about how you're the archer, so you can't pick up these rocks that Neil can pick up. So I was like, is there some type of multiplayer? I could change my job no. on the fly. Oh, okay. If I want to not be a murderer anymore, I could be a mineral dude if I wanted to. Just I want to be a mineral lame, figure though. on the 3DS screen. Exactly. I, b- I bought my mineral amiibo, and it's, it's ready to go. <laughs> It's in my pocket. We have plenty of amiibo talk. I'm only <laughs> at one job right now. So I only I have, have one switched, job, yeah. yeah. But I've just leveled up your jobs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think it also could help, too, because 
um, like blacksmithing. If you become a blacksmith, you can forge your weapons to be even stronger. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be interesting. Forge I think that's where weapons. I'm going next is, yeah. you know, from being a miner and then pick blacksmithing. That way I can get the <coughs> ores and all that and then forge my own weapons. So You know, between Destiny and this, it's amazing any of us have girlfriends. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't mm -hmm. play either of these games. I guess that's what makes them all amazing. This game's also beautiful. They put it's, up with this. It's, it's, it's so charming. Yeah. Like everything about this game, it's like I don't ever, ever want to play Animal Crossing ever again. Although yeah. I know I'll buy the next Animal Crossing when it comes out. Because you're an idiot. I am an idiot. <laughs> but I, I, I told Neil earlier that if, if Fantasy Life was a game when I was a kid, this would be my favorite game ever. This would be my Minecraft yeah. or my Mario one, yeah. you know, because it's it's so inventive and so hmm. charming. I mean, Animal Crossing was a the GameCube version. I played for three years every day, <laughs> like just. And to, what do just you to have to show for that? Nothing. It's on my shelf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure if I put it in right now, my town is covered with weeds and probably new people. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, I got all the fossils. Nice. There we go. <laughs> um. Carrying over from our Halloween episode last week, I know Halloween night. Steven, you played something spooky. I actually have a tradition on Halloween. Oh, yeah. I, I, this is probably going to be a new part of my tradition. So uh, every Halloween, I play Super Castlevania because when I was 10 years old, I rented Super Castlevania 4 because it rained on Halloween when I was when I was like 10 years old. So that's all I did that Halloween was play Super Castlevania 4. So every year I play Super Castlevania 4. But this year I also played PT. It was the first time... I'd ever played through playable trailer, playable trailer for Silent Hills. And you know, so much about PT is a better experience if you know nothing about it. Because yeah. I went into it knowing everything about it. Oh, and in really? fact, I even played it with a walkthrough because I didn't have fucking time to play six hours so, yeah. fiddling yeah. around some hallway. I played it with the idea that it was, you know, a trailer. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about the randomness, let's put it that way. Well, I, I didn't know anything about the randomness, but I knew what it was leading to. So, so the, the reveal. Well, the, I so I'd watched the reveal, mm -hmm. quote unquote, the day it was released. Right. So I knew that eventually the camera, you know, would would go outside and and it would say Kojima and it would say and it would show the guy from Norman the, Reedus from the Irish movie. right exact from what's it, what's it called yeah I don't know I can't think of it <laughs> or Walking Dead is yeah, also I know. and yeah. then yeah so I knew it was I knew what it was but <laughs> movie is that called? <clears throat> which one Boondock Saints Boondock Saints, Boondock Saints. Yeah. But I, I didn't know anything about... Oh, that Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah. right. Or Benicio... What, not Benicio Del Toro, but the, <laughs> the director. The Spanish director. Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro, right. So I didn't know anything about the randomness of, of what PT was. So if you haven't played PT, it's a hallway. It's an L-shaped hallway. I haven't played it, actually. And I, I don't it really know genius. anything about so it. You, so. you, you wake up in a room, and... No, you should listen right now. So you wake up in a room, and you get out of the room, and you go into a hallway... And you turn, and you go to the end of the hallway, there's a door, you go through the door, you start back where you started. So it's impossible architecture, because you're just going, you're going into a one turn, and then you're already back where you were. So it's, it's like just, M.C. Escher, it's the not, horror it's game. Not, it's non-Euclidean geometry. Yes. <laughs> and it screws with you the whole time you're walking through this hall. So the more times you go through the hall, the more messed up the scenario gets. Things things start. You'll go through so many times, and you don't think there's any difference, and all of a sudden you'll notice a small difference. Like there's a letter on the wall, one letter. And then you'll do, and then you'll inspect that letter. And before you you go up to every picture and you're hitting a button and nothing happens. Like you know, there's nothing. There's no props. With. There's you're no hearing, button prompt. You're hearing anywhere. a radio show, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden <coughs> you go and you notice, oh, I never noticed this one thing. And finally. 
you just you hit a button and it actually lets you interact it and all of a sudden everything changes but it doesn't change it's the hallway but all of a sudden all the lights are off or <laughs> or a go through, door just, is slightly or you're seeing you're hearing a baby cry from one of the rooms it's just like uh, it's it's really so, creepy yeah. so the main story part of this hallway is that radio so when you're walking through the hall you hear the radio well don't do that <laughs> so you you hear the, the radio talking about this really grisly murder and um, that like radio, a, like a police, uh, it's a police report, report yeah. basically of, oh. of a murder. And and I love how Scott says, "Don't you know turn around?" Because this one part where you have to look at the radio and interact with it while it's doing a police report, you're you're intensely looking at this thing, and it's telling you the the murder report that you've heard a couple times already. And then there's kind of this radio crackle, and it just tells you turn around. In a like, different voice. It's not the police. It's not the same it's voice. Like a voice. But yeah. if you do that, you will die. So you don't don't listen to this while you're doing. It. Anyway, I did it. <laughs> that's fun. So, but I'm playing. Well, I didn't do it because I'm playing this thing with a with a walkthrough. Basically, Renee is telling me what to do as I'm frantically is she like hiding under the covers. Like, oh man, this is <laughs> this is the jam to play on Halloween night. Yeah, like, maybe. turn off all the lights, open all the doors. <laughs> It is brilliant. But here's the thing with PT. There's no fucking way they can keep this up for 10 hours in a video game. I don't see... I'm I'm worried. I don't see how this is actually going to turn into a game. I've never actually played through a Silent Hill game. I've seen parts of them played through. Right. But if this was the same level of insanity, (laughs) even more than an hour... I don't know how I'd even get through it. I've played through a fair share of Silent Hill games, and none of them sound like that. It's not only that, I mean, like, games like that, like, you know, I started Alien Isolation, and I I did about four or five hours, and I was done, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I knew that it was 20 hours. I love Amnesia and Outlast because they're, like, four hours long. Right. Let me tell you. And if, that's all I want of that. If Silent Hills came out and they said, this is a two-hour game, it's going to blow your mind. And it's not stopping for and two hours. Internet would melt. Down. I would spend a hundred dollars on it. I would spend two hundred dollars. I don't well, care we, how much it would cost. We're flower lovers, you know. <laughs> if, I would spend two hundred dollars on flower. flower. <laughs> but here, if Silent Hills is not going to be a two-hour game, right, it's going to be some prodding twelve-hour combat that I don't want to do anything with. I think they're smart, and I think you either don't do that, <laughs> you don't do that at all, or you, you know, with the, his history of messing with people. I, you know, I could see like, you know, you playing something more traditional Silent Hill, and then bam, everything changes for like a couple hours. I would love that. And then bam, it but I don't you back want out. I don't want the terrible combat. I don't <laughs> want the banal puzzles of a traditional Silent Hill game. Yeah. I just want this right for two hours straight. Maybe well, that's it. why they it's got Kojima PT. to but do it. But it was then. barely an hour, <laughs> right? Well, no, well, yeah, walk through. See, I played that's PT true. the the night it got released at E3. I knew. I knew people were getting excited about it, but I, I, as soon as I saw, like, oh my god, I guess what PT is, I, like, I quit going on the internet. I played it that night, played it for about three hours, and was loving it. And I would, you know, walk down the hall and, like, six, seven times through, never know what I was doing wrong. And then I would stumble on something, and it would scare the crap out of me, or it would keep me going. And then all of a sudden, there's this bloody refrigerator, like, swinging <laughs> on the wall. And that was an interesting part. And there's this dead fetus monster in the sink. And sink. It's just, it's just, and it was just like, this is insane. And you're looking through a peephole. And it's just like, it was think, so good. But I got to a point um, where I was walking for about an hour. And I couldn't figure out what was next. So then I looked up, you know, walkthrough. Or I looked up, like, you know, stuck in PT. And when I saw that it was like no one knew 
at that point. Like right. a person had already beaten it, but she didn't know how. You Did know. you put a headset on? Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know about this microphone thing. So the point being was like when I realized like people were like you could do this, but it may not even win, you know. And at that point, I was like, well, I think I got what I needed out of this, and I know what it is. I'm done, you know, like, you know. Because, you know, I just, I'd already spent three hours. You, you know? get to the part where you're running, where you can't stop from yes, running. Yes, and it's all blurry. I think that's when it really changes. And that's when the the geometry of the room changes as well. Yeah, I don't remember. You, I think it was a little after that. that your turns, they don't make sense anymore. Yeah. Like, you're turning left, but then the room's over when it should have been right. But I think and it's I, the opposite. I thought it was brilliant. I, I loved got, it. I got what I, I wanted out it. of it, so I'm not upset that I didn't beat it. You know? Didn't they say when they released it, it's going to take you a week to figure this out? They, they were not hoping was, that. And they were hoping. in like three hours. Well, again, no one. I mean, even to this day, I think some of the stuff is you know it's hard to theoretical. Duplicate. Like, exactly. like uh, they beat it, but she, you know when they tried to redo what she did, uh, it was some girl who was live streaming or whatever that it was the first girl to beat it, and she couldn't redo what she did. So people, you know, she got lucky, mm-hmm. um, and then people started piecing together all this crazy stuff. And I, I haven't even looked at it after the first week. And when I last looked at it, they were like, if you put this in or you do this we think it works it works like 80 percent of the time and you know the trigger of the ending i'm sure they have it down to a science now um but you know it probably would have taken a long time but you know that's crowdsourcing the internet you know whatever you know the the, the collective consciousness of the internet will break anything quicker than you think the uh the only thing i've ever seen on it is this gif and it was like labeled this is how i play pt and all i've seen like it looks awesome like that hallway looks like my it's beautiful here and he's walking kind of slowly, and he turns a corner and sees a figure, and then you see him back out to the PlayStation dashboard, hit options, and uninstall the game. <laughs> when that guy shows up, that's like one of the first weird things that happens. Oh, really? That guy shows up, and all the lights turn off. Oh, fun. And right when that happened, I just walked towards him. I was like, well, this is probably what it doesn't want. Like, Is that yeah. what you're supposed to do? I don't know. You oh, just, okay. You, well, you just keep walking, and then you just exit the room. Since I didn't point. know it was Silent Hill trailer i really was not out when they were like it's a playable trailer for something oh yeah I they, not, when they unveiled it it was just like here's this thing like, yeah there's no title until the person until that first girl beat it no one knew that it was related to kojima silent hill mm-hmm. uh so i was not expecting it to look amazing like you know i was like was, was it box production, production i thought it was gonna be like just some throwaway demo yeah you know? but it, it, yeah yeah so what else have you been playing steven oh uh, i think that's i, I got a new phone yeah so I I had a Windows phone for four years. So now you know what it's like to actually play things because now you're back to I mean, Android. I had an Android before Windows phone. So Snake. <laughs> I got Snake. I got the WWE Supercard. Uh, That's a good one. Hey, you what? You ever want to drain your battery? That game does a good job of doing that. I try for months to get you to play Hearthstone. I like how your you phone looks like the PlayStation <laughs> 4 menu. Super. Well, it is the Sony Xperia yeah. Z3. <laughs> so I literally have a button that turns on my PS4, <laughs> and then it plays it terribly. And then it downloads a patch that makes it not work very well. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> so it's w- it's kind of big. It's kind of a big phone. I've never had a big phone. Getting used to that. It's a WWE Supercard. WWE Supercard is a card game where you have to train your cards to fight other cards. <laughs> you play online with other people, but not with them. It's just their cards and. It's not very good, but I'm playing when, it. When you uh, take down a wrestler, do you get like his speedos as a trophy or anything? <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> that may be later. Paper. I don't. Um, so it's just the cards fighting each other. Graphically, they just dance around, kind of punching with their card. 
And <laughs> I don't. I did not see a buy option. Like I don't know how this game makes money. I'm not a big card card game guy except for Phantom Dust. That's that's a good card game. I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. On Game Boy Advance. That was not bad. Not bad. Pokemon oh. trading card game, that Game Boy Nightmare Color. Troubadour, right? Yeah, dude. That's yeah. the one. I used but, to love when we were penning out um, magic cards. That means that throw away yeah. for people that don't know. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, I, don't, I, I bought Bayonetta 2. But you haven't played it yet. I want to play Bayonetta so bad. I don't mm. know. We, you. Should get on that. Nah, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I played something else, but I must not have. I wrote down that you played Guts. Super I did play Nickelodeon Guts. I'm super jealous because we were just talking about that at work this week, and you did not invite Super me Nintendo. Play Guts. That game is terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the best thing about that. Have we talked about the best thing about that game? No, we had not on there. <laughs> okay. So, so the best thing about that game, before you actually start playing it, when the title screen is there, the face buttons, it's like samples of the theme song. Do, do, do. Right, so the X button, Y, the Y button is do, and then the the X button is you, and then the B button is have it or whatever. I don't know, but you can you just go, do, 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 do. You just press the buttons to make the theme music. I did that for like an hour, and then I played the real game for about five minutes and then I got bored. It's dumb because when you actually, I remember playing this like in, in like um, summer camp or whatever, and like when you do the aggro crag, you're just like doing a side scrolling like platforming I thing. I did not get that far. Really. It's just like a co- whatever color you are. It's just you're going through these obstacles, side scrolling. You're not actually climbing a mountain. And I got like, this is very this one thing where I'm climbing ropes, like in gym class, and I don't remember that from Guts at all. <laughs> I don't remember that either. I just remember the one where they jumped off the thing, put I their feet that. in the paint, and, and oh. put their feet on the wall to mark how high. I they did they a jump. game where they jump off the thing, they jump up to a basketball goal, and slam dunk it, but nothing happens. <laughs> you can't slam dunk the ball. She just and I was a girl. She just falls back down and drops the ball. But I will say the animation of that game is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They really worked hard on animating myself missing <laughs> the basketball. It looks really real. It's so good. Didn't you have back that Shaq Fu game or whatever? I did. Did you ever did get you your jersey? What's, what's going okay, on? Okay, so apparently people are finally getting their t-shirts in because people have been bitching. There's this big... Uh, thread that came out over e- via email that did not blind CC everyone, so everyone was just responding to each other about not getting t-shirts, <laughs> and how they're pissed at the developer for screwing everyone over, but um, <coughs> I favor I fo- liked, I liked, followed, whatever them on uh, on Facebook, and people, they're updating, people finally started to get t-shirts, but I paid $550 to get a signed Shaq jersey I still haven't gotten yet, so uh, soon I'm going to start tweeting at Shaq over and over again, because he's kind of active on Twitter. But I, at first I thought it was a scam, honestly, because I didn't see Shaq talk about it, but apparently they're coming out with an energy drink for it, and Shaq's been promoting it that on Sounds Twitter. about right. It sounds like they have the focus in the wrong spot. Yeah, I just want my fucking Shaq jersey. I know game. Shaq listens to the show every week. Yeah, every week, guys. Um, Shaq, where's my signed jersey? Um, Thanks for Shaq, please. <laughs> Search Shaq. I didn't even bring up I'd like to get a Shaq. I, I didn't know it was going to be like a negative thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want a Shaq. I was seriously wondering how. I w- expected Adam to walk into the back of the house and pull out the framed <laughs> jersey. Yeah, I was excited. Oh, everyone will know when I get it because I'll be super excited. I was if excited. I get it. The, yeah, he'll the post Shaq it everywhere. Fit around me like a diaper would be so good. You know? <laughs> um, and then, Neil, you've been playing a couple other things this week. Uh Besides Let's talk Destiny. about Destiny a little bit. <laughs> no, now, is, that, is that a shooting game? Yeah, I don't think we've talked about that this podcast. It's a first-person <laughs> no. shooter. Um, Speaking of... Well, I'm not going to say Because last year... 
Last year we didn't have any Call of Duty representation on the show, but now we have a little bit. Neil yes. played some Advanced played, Warfare yeah, this finally week. Finally played some of the multiplayer this week. How was that? Well, you know, I was finally it just came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about. Well, anyway, Call of Duty. yeah, I got into playing some of the multiplayer. Didn't play anything in the single player, but I did play some multiplayer matches. Uh, played a few rounds of Domination and got to see the new double jump and sliding things. That's the new thing with this year's feature is it's futuristic. You have a cyber suit, yeah. so you could, it's like Titanfall. That's the thing now. I don't think I go back to non-double yeah, jumps. You know, I haven't right? played Titanfall at all, but because um, a few times I did, I couldn't get into the matches. But um, yeah, it doesn't really add anything new, honestly. Really? Uh, I mean, I it is dou- so good. It, it's you know, it's double jumping. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess I'm just still. I'm sorry to bring it back up, but I guess I'm just still Let's spoiled by like stuff like more. Destiny because like <laughs> having those superpower options and everything is like really what. Ass of the game and the fact that like they have like different kinds of double jumps and all that kind of stuff. How much? Like, um, where this is just jump, jump, and then like slide. And, and I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's definitely Call of Duty. I I would say if I were to get it, this would be the first one that I played multiplayer since Black Ops, really, because I I did really enjoy what I played. Um, in see, Call of Duty, how much light did you collect in the few <laughs> hours that you did play? So, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about this one, and I don't know because if Sledgehammer actually did really well because it's their first one making it, or because everyone hated Ghost, they're happy to just have something with Call of Duty in the name that's not Ghost. So I thought about picking it up, but then when you go on Twitch, you know, sometimes they have the mm-hmm. feature thing going, and they're playing Call of Duty because they're racing the Prestige. And I watched like five seconds of it, and I was like, I don't need this. This is fun Call of Duty again. Yeah. So now they can move a little faster. Yeah. But Scott's right. It's going to be hard. Uh, I know Treyarch's up next for next year, and they're like the main Call of Duty developer now, which is weird to say. But how do you go between Titanfall, Destiny, Advanced Warfare? How do you go to just let I me run just, and be a normal human? I think and- go back to World War II. Yeah. <laughs> I know they would never do that. You know, you know it's funny. I wonder how uh, – I have I have not been interested in Call of Duty. And I don't do multiplayer, right, the competitive right. stuff. But I used to love – Call of Duty 2 was fantastic, and mm-hmm. Modern Warfare was great. I actually did not like Modern Warfare 2 campaign, but I heard yeah. some people liked it. Um, but I actually, I don't want to say despise, but you know, I just I kind of roll my eyes when Call of Duty comes out because uh, it's kind of lost everything that I thought was good about it's it. It's kind of like just the Transformers movie now. Like, yeah. what is what I important like, landmark can we blow up this week? I, and I played, I played uh, uh, Black Ops, and I, you know, I tried one of the other ones, and I just was like, no, no, no. But um, you know, not to say if you like it, you're wrong. I mean, Call of Duty Four, in my opinion, is one of the best games. I, ever Modern made. Warfare blew my mind. Yeah, you know what the, I think? Player, yeah. You know what I think the real problem is? Well. Nuketown is just like the best map they've ever made. That's and, right. Yeah, and, yeah. And and no map that they make now will is is as fun as Nuketown. Yeah. Like Nuketown is just quite honestly the pinnacle of like what I think competitive multiplayer shooters mm-hmm. should be as far as the map design. Like it's just it's small, it's in your face, it's nonstop action all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I love about Nuketown, and pretty much the only reason why I, I played Black Ops. I was gonna say so. yeah. I was actually thinking about paying attention to the single player, maybe picking up down the road because I mean it, it's I don't know what they're Kevin called Spacey now, but it's or... all no, it's all the guys that did Dead Space, Dead Space. Oh. and I love Dead Space one and two. Um, so yeah, actually, a bunch of people broke off from yeah from Visceral and started Sledgehammer, mm-hmm. and that's who's doing yeah. it now. So I, I was actually kind of wondering if they would do something, and it sounds like the single player is pretty fun. I mean, I don't know if it's sixty bucks fun, but not for five hours, <laughs> right? But for me, five hours is a great campaign. Well, yeah, because of all the things you're right. Right, because I need 100 hours for Destiny. But 
But um, it's so weird now because from what I've heard of Black Ops 2, you know, Treyarch kind of took it to another level because they did that branching story path thing, and that's what feels so disjointed about three different teams now making Call of Duty. Is it's this, just a cluster, man. It's yeah, a, it's, it's I don't that's know not here doing. from last year's model as it is this year's model, and what's Treyarch do next year? Will the advancing story, no pun intended, be back, or you know, what's gonna? What's One gonna thing go I on actually about? do really like that I honestly hate about like stuff like that Treyarch did in their multiplayer games is I'm I'm glad it's back to gaining levels to get the weapons you want not right. the currency yeah so they got rid of the whole currency thing it's back to just you know but you got to get to level 60 to get this shot you can just get this right now you know what well, I'm saying? yeah i know but I, I like having something to work towards in a game and the currency system in call of duty like is really what turned me off from the multiplayer and i'm kind of glad they're back to you know just gain levels to get the weapons you want so i hate i hate to bring it up again but think, thank the <laughs> Lord, Bungie isn't evil. Because if there were micro tra- microtransactions, holy crap, I would be buying stuff all the time. <laughs> I would have spent five hundred dollars. Spent so much money right now. <laughs> so, did y'all watch South I'm Park last week? It's all about freemium. Let's games. actually erase that part of the podcast. Let's not give them any ideas. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Just by like active, Shaq, it is by Activision. So uh, I don't, yeah, I don't buy DLC and stuff like that. But I would, I mean, I would be buying cosmetic and. Like advancement stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Good thing that's not their intention. So, anyways. Also, I know Neil, you played a little bit of the Master Chief Collection. I did play oh, a little bit of that. Yes. Never got young. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I will say this about it: I loved it to the point of where it was just like the good old days of id software. Seeing Halo One, I, I played Halo One and Halo Four a little bit of each mm-hmm. of those, and man, even Halo Four just ran like Doom. Like, it was great. Everything just felt like an id software game, and it was great to have Halo in, oh God, so in, in that in that kind of, like, speed. I I myself. <laughs> it was I'm great. So Big Halo fan? It was awesome. Actually, I have, not, I have some video on my phone I'll show you after the I podcast. Do, it looks great. I don't do competitive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the single player. Oh, yeah. and another great thing about the single player is from one through four, all the missions are unlocked without having to play through them again. So you can just pick like a mission to play that you want to play. Right. They're all your unlocked. favorite missions, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I'll play through them. Well, right. In order. Yeah, exactly. So I can play the library over and yeah. over. But I mean, hey, you know, every game's got stumbling block. It, it shooters. <laughs> I love the way they feel and the fact that they brought Halo to like sixty frames a second and it's fast paced like those, like Rage and Doom and all that. Like I love it. I Actually, love it. I it, joke, it's, it means I could skip the library. Yeah, and never play. Right. Could. Yeah. yeah, you could. And um, but yeah, it's it's definitely now that I've played uh Sunset and that I uh I'm definitely gonna have to get a one soon. Oh yeah. So oh, oh, where are you playing Halo? On? Wait, hmm? you don't have a one? No, I don't have a one. Where, who are you playing? You're just playing it somewhere else. Yes. Okay. Magic Land. Magic Land. Magic Land. <laughs> you remember playing it on Vita? Yes. <laughs> now that would be awesome. Three um, three. Man, I, I, you know, I could, I, I would have to go back to childhood and say, you know, you know, when I was a kid with NES and Genesis, I would play Contra hundreds of times. You know, the first time I played Contra, I needed the hundred live code or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. How many lines did it give you? Was it a hundred or? I think it was 30. Yeah. 30, 30, 30 yeah, up, up, so down, down. I, I would play it, and I still couldn't beat it. And then I got to the point where I could beat it. And I got to the point where I played Contra so much that I could never die. I could literally never die. And if I, if I wanted to play that now, I wouldn't get past the first level. But that was, you know, the nature of the beast. Since the modern era, you know, save mm-hmm. systems stuff, the, Halo is the only game that I played. Uh, Halo 1, and all the Halo campaigns, but Halo 1 I probably played about seven times. And I don't think I've played maybe I played Bez three times. <laughs> right. And other than that, I don't think I've ever played a game twice. 
um, go back and check it out, go back and get the extra stuff. Um, but I, every time a new Halo game comes out, I play from the beginning about a year and a half before it comes out. So when Halo 4 came out, I played one, two, three, oh, four. Yeah. And so I played like one, seven times, two, five times, yeah. three, whatever. And so, and I skipped anniversary last year. So I'm excited to play that. And even though Halo 2 is my least favorite campaign, I'm looking forward to seeing the graphics. Um, but I'm pumped, man. Yeah. I'm kind of like that. When a new Halo comes out, I like it super excited. I'm the biggest Halo fan for about 45 days. And then I'm like, oh, wait, Halo came out? But like, I don't know what it is about a Halo release that gets me. What do you play the super competitive? Excited. Do you play the multiplayer? Or do you play the single? Player? I used to back in college, and yeah. like late high school, Same. but not really much anymore. Yeah, maybe that's why Halo Four just didn't grab me have as you, much. But have you played the campaigns on Legendary? No. <laughs> uh, you know, probably these I'll play on Heroic because I've done Legendary and it is brutal. Yeah, but I tried playing when once, you play like, uh, when you play any other game that I can think of, and I'm not a huge. I'll, I love first person shooter mechanics. I, you know, I enjoy them, but it's not my main genre. Um, so it's got to be a very special game, whether it be the gameplay or the story or whatever to draw me in uh, for it to really hit my radar. I don't just go by every shooter that comes out. Uh, the reason why Halo is my favorite um, is because the AI yeah. on the higher levels. When you play Gears of War, harder difficulty means bullet sponge. Yep. Right? The interaction between you and the Covenant or whoever you're fighting it in Halo, when you jack that up to Heroic and Legendary... I've never played the same situation the same way. You're right. I get flanked. Uh, I mean, it is incredible. And I got spoiled because that was one of the first console shooters that I really got into. And I've, every time I play another game, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. This sucks. <laughs> like, you know, Halo killed it, you know, like, and they still do it. Like, there's not a bad Halo game. I mean, there's some that are better than others and have more memorable set pieces. But Which I mean, one's your favorite? I mean, probably the first one. But um, I would actually say, uh, I would actually probably, probably tie three and four up there um reach was really good but it had down moments odst is the best one and that's the next one odst was the mouth. most ballsy but you know what i love about odst was wasn't that the one that actually had the destiny poster in it yeah yeah and then what is the difference between odst and the rest of them the open city hub world yep which is basically a small <laughs> des- <laughs> destiny map mm-hmm. it is basically them saying we know we're doing destiny and we're going to use Halo as a, a a way that we can test it. That like, makes sense, you know, yeah. Test our, test our systems and start building because that's what I think well, that's why they put that poster in there because mm-hmm. those little city world is like like half the size of like one of the planets and it's very similar with the way that the, if you kind of leave an area and come back, the enemies respawn. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I thought that was really cool, but, you know, I, I, that, you know, it's probably one of my least favorites actually, but. But the jazz sound soundtrack was awesome. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm actually like I think I love Reach, but again with Halo, I was a big multiplayer mm-hmm. fan, and so I loved two. And that's almost kind of the dangerous thing about getting an Xbox One in this because Halo yeah. 2's multiplayer coming back is probably not I'm a so good thing for my social that, yeah. life. <laughs> um, but Reach's multiplayer was fantastic, so fantastic. Was it the inclusion of all the gadgets or just? What'd you like so much about? I mean, it? that was definitely up there, but I, it just—it was the first Halo game to have like the charm of the of the first game, like mm-hmm. in a newer game. Right. It was like basically like they ended with what they started with. That made makes and, sense. Um, like I, I, the maps in Reach were great. Uh, the gun. Vaughn, he looks so bored. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention, yeah. Yeah. And, and I just overall, I just mm-hmm. love like I don't. There wasn't really ever a point where I would be getting in a match in reach and be like oh it's this map like there right. was never that like i loved every map i love 
how every map plays differently. Um, you know, most shooters, like with Destiny, I find that uh, <laughs> that I play like one style, whereas with Halo Reach, I played a style to the map. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was like there were some maps where I was really good at sniping. There was some where I was really good with just running and shotgunning. So that's what I love about it was just it was variety and not yeah. always having to do the same thing. That makes sense. So cool. Yevon, you've been quiet this episode. <laughs> I've just been oh, listening God. to everyone else. Like, I don't really want to interrupt any of the conversations. So well, how about that, those like, amiibos? It's, it's some interesting stuff. <laughs> we'll let's get to that a little Smash later. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's talk about Smash Brothers. You've been playing a little bit more of that, more of that this well, week. <laughs> this is my third beer, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just speed that part up so it makes it sound normal. <laughs> After your seventh beer, you're going to be like, this is a way too long podcast. <laughs> Still thought that was your first one. No. Nope. Hey, let's not. see if we keep this going until the Bama game is on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. yeah, I played some Smash a little bit earlier this week, uh, mostly online with Lee Martin. We played a first of 100 KOs. Wow. Doing like three stock matches, and I ended up losing that, but it didn't have it, you know, be too bad of a loss. It was like 100 to 76 for the mm-hmm. final score. So That's Lee a- Lee Martin actually won the GameStop national smash brothers brawl tournament yeah he's probably one of the best smash players or at least from the melee era um and what was his prize for winning that tournament he got like a big trophy and like five thousand dollars didn't he also get every wii game that had been released i think so yeah point man it's a lot of shit that's a lot of shovelware yeah (laughs) game party one and two chicken shoot well i don't think it had come out just then marco activisions he brought home a lot of stuff like he still has the big giant check that they presented to him too no bank would take that right (laughs) no (laughs) of course not so first to 100 how long did it take it took about maybe two and a half hours. It was like 50 plus games that we played or something like that. After like half of those, or you just, I don't care anymore. No, stop. we were no, we were still playing like uh, at our best and just like screwing around with some other characters. Uh, I was, I'm in a constant character crisis for this new game because like a lot of the characters that I liked beforehand in previous Smash games are bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm trying to look for new characters. And so... You tried I, t- I had Hunt. <laughs> I tried Duck Hunt and well he's really fun but he has a lot of trouble getting KOs cuz he has to use a smash attack for it. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah, <coughs> so I was having I was having Lee help me out looking for a new character and whatnot. So I I messed around with a bunch of different characters against them and he said that my Sheik and my Kirby were my scariest characters. Hey now. So <laughs> watch it. So I figured I would just go with them. Kirby, Kirby's mine <laughs> since 1998. You can both be Kirby. Actually. No. Well, we both can be Kirby, but no. it seems like Adam here has a little bit of a character complex. It's only Kirby's mine. So everyone you, always gave me shit for always picking Kirby. <laughs> now you're just gonna come up and pick Kirby. No. You could always money match me for him. No. We're not doing only, it. Only on 64. That's the only one I play. It's all right. I'll kick your ass at 64 too. Oh, I'm a smash. I'm a Let's smash go. player, man. <laughs> Sorry, my headphones hitting the table was loud. Can we talk good. more about Destiny. <laughs> sick of the Smash. Yes, we can. <laughs> so, yeah, which I'm Destiny a- character would you want to be in Super Smash? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Actually, while y'all were talking about stuff that I don't really know much about, I'm gonna start writing notes to Neil about Destiny. Like, hey, right on paper, they won't hear us. Take us off. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just me trying to have fun with the game because it's different from 
the other Smash games that I play. Okay. I thought you said this game was ass and you don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, but if a lot of people are going to be jumping on it because it's the new game, like a certain other bad fighting game named Marvel, <laughs> then I may as well play this for a little while too before but the new one comes before before people drop it for melee. In two weeks. So are people still going to play 3DS in two weeks? No, they're going to play Wii U. There we go. So, so may as well pick up whatever characters because it's going to be the same exact engine with right. the same exact characters. So may as well, you know. Hey, now, Vaughn, listen astutely to all of you talk about your stupid games. Well, <laughs> I hear that the Wii U Smash will be the exact same engine. That's the thing. Most people will be playing that when it comes out. I also, I, know, listening. <laughs> I, I also know you've been working on your Link to the Past speed runs. I've been streaming that some. Indeed. I actually... Uh, Decided to come up with a different category that's based off of the Majora's Mask U.S. glitchless run. I decided Make it to up rules now. <laughs> just to do it for fun. Like my brain just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much like the way I used to do like Zelda, like I guess speed runs, like how we all played Quick them. Plays. Just do them, do all the dungeons yeah. in order, and just play the game with like not knowing what glitches are and stuff like that. How, how if you, so. if, do you mind asking, or if, if I ask how old you are? I am 27. 27. Okay, so I'm almost exactly 10 years older. I think it's fantastic that your generation has taken games and just done this whole speedrun thing. Cause <laughs> I know, right? It blows my mind when I see what y'all do. I mean, you know, if we would have been smart enough, of course, you know, we didn't have any way to share it. But, you know. I had VHS. Because we were doing that stuff. Like, I would be Gunstar Heroes and like, I'm going to do this time without shooting with this gun, you know? Dude, yeah. <laughs> I have a VHS tape of someone beating Contra, like, but not, not Super Contra, like the PS2. Contra, yeah, whichever one that was, without dying once, like Shattered. one wow, soldier, yeah, on VHS. Holy I don't know why, how I own this. The way I treat speedruns and like that whole community is the way I treat Eve Online, which is <laughs> I have no interest in actually doing any of it or really doing. It. I just love reading the headlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like you, it's just interesting enough to just like read about it and like yeah. increase your knowledge of it and just watch it. Yeah, like just mm -hmm. by itself. During Extra Life, Vaughn 100%ed it in about two hours. Yeah, that's he, right before I came on it. Oh, and he percented it in about three minutes. It, yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the best thing about like challenges and speedruns like that because you just get more replay value out of the games that you played as you were like when you were kids. You know, you just get to play it even more. And what's interesting about the run I'm doing now is that I'm trying to do it as fast as possible, but in the intended order of dungeons. So I have to use different strategies like I would in the Japanese 100% run where I could just like do dungeons out of order whenever I wanted to. So now I'm limited to things that I have to do. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. And I've been trying to get a time down to less than an hour 50 minutes, but I keep dying well, somewhere do in that. the beginning of the dark world. It's hard. You know how hard it is to go through that level without like any proper armor or extra hearts? No, I don't because I've never played this game. You should. It's a good game. <laughs> I'll just watch you beat it in like an hour. It's fun. You should totally play it, though. <laughs> That's not the only Zelda thing you played this week, though. Uh, yeah, I played more Hyrule Warriors, too. Oh, snap. That's a game and I need I, to get back I on. I finally <laughs> beat Adventure Mode. <laughs> okay. Nice. And I cleared all the uh, missions on it. I haven't gotten like all the equipment and stuff on it yet, because that map is really huge. Even though it's hard to get on this light armor. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's, Everyone, it's the Zelda all one now. Destiny. It's just called something different. Okay? <laughs> actually, yeah, you do. You have to get candles to like. Yeah, you actually, to have, to, you actually have to get like candles and digging mitts and all this other stuff to get different parts of the map. <laughs> so, but I'm close to finally getting my uh, first level 99 character. And hopefully I can just start 
wrecking everything from there on. There on. I'm also working on speed running it as well. The game I did is nothing a, but a speed run. <laughs> well, now, now I'm focused on doing it even faster than before. Because <laughs> uh, Nick and I are actually working on a co-op speed run of it from new game of Legend Mode. So nice. Wow. Keeping you busy over there. Yep. Playing games always, super quickly. Always working on things, especially now that I have like a more active stream. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to be doing more of all of that. Bond's going to have so many subscribers by this time next year. <laughs> if I even get a sub button. <laughs> what do you need? Is that just like a random thing like Twitch gives you? Or do you just need to be no, have a certain number of views or follows? I think or? you need a certain amount of follows before you get a subscribe button. Time to start spamming your friends. Yeah, if you, okay, if you tell three people about it and they tell three people about it, then you have a pyramid. Well, everyone here knows about it, so I need y'all to spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Is there anything else? No, nope, that's it for me. What about you, Matt? I have been playing more Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. And that game is still fantastic. Uh, I have it, and it's my, that's going to be my oh, cleansing Scott. the palette after Evil Within. You're the only person, other person I know in real life who has an Xbox I, One. I own it, and I yeah. played it, but... I was like literally in the middle of Evil Within, and so I was right. playing it. And I'm like, I can't jump back and forth between these two. Totally different pacing. Yeah. So I love that, and 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 from what I understand, and I'm sure you will expand on it. I don't want to take up your time talking okay. about it. Was that you know listening to other people talk about it and reading uh, reviews and stuff? Is that you know it's all about the uh, you know chaining of things, and that's what I love about it. Because yeah, I could do without the attitude, even though I think it's no. A like, little, I think it's a. The people who really hate it, I mean, I, from what I can tell, it seemed a little, like, you know, laughing at itself a little bit. It, it totally is. And, it, and I get the criticism that, you know, you can laugh about it, but then when you still make people do the things that you're criticizing or whatever, it's, it's kind of pointless. But uh, that didn't bother me. Uh, but I, I'm a person who loved Cameo purely because it's the only game that had that color palette. Like, mm -hmm. I just love the old, like, Mario 64 colors and when a modern game looks beautiful and actually goes to a real just a rainbow color palette. I mean, that right there gets my interest. And the fact that it has like this whole like chain mechanic that's kind of Tony Hawk-esque, Jet Set Radio-esque, I, I could tell I'm going to love it. It's great. And I mean, all the reviews are totally accurate. I finally hit that point. As soon as you get the air dash, that's I, when the game takes yeah. off. Because traversal before, that's okay. But mm -hmm. once you get that air dash, like I do not touch the ground ever yeah. anymore. I'm definitely still trying to feel it out, you know. Yeah. Just the, the two hours. And the the comedy has gotten better, the writing's gotten better. I like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I like that like smart ass fourth wall breaking yeah. parody parody stuff like well, bam. Yeah. <laughs> uh just because it's so different in the yeah. in the world of the brown call of duties and stuff <clears> that <throat> we have. Um I just met uh, another faction of Ninja Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm trying to do do work with them because they have these crazy factions. Like I heard about these cheerleaders, and there's a there's like a LARPing faction too. So yeah, there's nothing out out like it. Alone. Um, yeah. Going back to so what y'all said about the attitude, I'm guessing it's um, both of y'all picked the male character. Yeah. From what I uh my buddy Mike Satoon, who mm -hmm. uh he's played and beaten the game already, and he said that if you pick the female character, the dialogue is a lot less like that and more funny and Oh really? Yeah. He he enjoyed the female character way more than the Let's attitude see, like, driven. I, I dress my guy up dude. in like the the hipster flannel button up with the plaid pants and the pink scarf and the blue mohawk. Oh, well, so he then, looks of like course a he's gonna. Douche. Of course he's gonna have so, attitude. Like to me, like the role playing there is is pretty funny. Like he looks like someone who would talk like that. So a little bit I messed with the customization of the clothes. I was already going my Dead Rising three route, which I was like, I need to try something different. Yeah. You could put a you could put a bikini top and a tutu yeah, on this guy, and yeah. that's you could also do that. You yeah. could put, 
I, I can't afford. There's like a panda hat, which is literally just a panda head or like a wolf head, <laughs> but that's a lot of money. Because the only thing about this game that's weird is there's like eight different currencies. I think I mentioned this last week because like you know the money buys clothes and the OD buys uh, weapons, and then you can level stuff up with shoes and toilet paper and other things around the world that you have to find as you're grinding and, and everything. You're going to, like, TP somebody's house? I don't... They, they explained... <laughs> That's what I love. Uh, why, why, oh, they what, did? did they expl- I think we... I think you had that part in Extra Life, so it's hard to hear, so the, the microphone wouldn't pick up Collecting the toilet too. paper? Something they, to do with amps. Yeah, they explain how that affects the amps. There's some mm-hmm. bullshit reason why they need toilet paper because of the fabric <laughs> or something, but... I just love... Well, I mean, even if they do, I just... I, I do love, from what I understand, that, you know... Part of what I like about it is that they're not trying to explain how stupid it is. No, like, I mean, you know, they still don't so explain dumb. why I can grind on rails yeah, and all yeah. the cars are trampolines. Yeah, like, just like, dude, this janitor flips everywhere. <laughs> so were the skylights. <laughs> and I get to a mission, and literally it just says, press A and R, B to, to air dash, and you jump, and you just, whoosh, like Superman <laughs> through the air, and they don't explain it. You can just do it. Such a prank. Like, whatever. Hey, you <laughs> know what other awesome game has eight different types of currency? <laughs> What's that? Destiny! <laughs> Oh my Everyone God. at home knows. It is, it is so funny how long it took me to understand the different. Like I was like constantly looking at like strategy guys and stuff. Like, wait, what do I need to? And now it's just like I dream about this crap. I know <laughs> it's awful. So I only, I've only played Sorry. about a couple more hours this week, and I, I just want to play it more. It's just I'm on the road a lot for work, and when I get home, I don't want to play things. And then when I finally get to playing it, I don't want to stop. And then something comes up. Yeah. Uh, so I play that. Plus this week, I also played a lot more Hearthstone. Uh, because the BlizzCon going on right now, as we're recording this, uh, we'll get more into that with news. But uh, the season reset for November, so I'm trying now, to. Do get... you play that with Ben, or is he too busy playing Destiny? <laughs> no, uh... Wait, Ben's on Destiny. Ben's always on Destiny. I need. Is he on always, PS4? He's always doing. Yeah, he's always on PS4. But he's always playing. Uh... Ben, I need your name. <laughs> but he's always playing like the multiplayer stuff. That's fine. I like that too. Yeah. Destiny, no, not uh... playable on your. Again, Wii. I'll do anything. <laughs> I feel like a, a, a jackass because uh, when. One of your friends is on Destiny, and they uh, jump into a party. It pops up a little notification yeah. saying that your friend joined a party. And for like the first week, I would only kind of look at the the corner of my eye, and I thought I was saying Ben joined your party. <laughs> and so <laughs> I would, uh, and I would be doing like, uh, you know, like my, my kids, you know, probably gonna wake up, and so I'm not trying to get involved with a, a team or anything. So I would sit there and, and text them, "Hey, man, I'm glad you want to be in my party, <laughs> but um, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of grinding." Cause uh, you know I got you know I got this or this and I can't play long. And he would never respond, and then I realized like oh he's never he's been playing with his friends, not me. <laughs> yeah, that happened that happened with me a lot. So I just turned all those Sorry, notifications ben. off. Yeah. That way I didn't get confused okay, anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, ben and I still chat Hearthstone some. We, we played a good bit when I went to visit him in Austin. Um, but I mean I don't know what else. <laughs> I've talked about Hearthstone a lot. Just slowly climbing back up the ladder. I didn't play for a few weeks. I tried to play some arena games. And it's like it's weird because I watch these streamers and like when they play arena because you they give you three cards and you pick one of the three cards thirty times to build your deck so it's random and every time they do it I try to like play along by picking I think they'll pick this card and see if I'm right and I always seem to like agree with them and do really well but when I get my own draft I like what cards I can't and I just get my ass kicked so it's just Watching more of these streamers and playing myself makes me not want to play and just watch them because they're so much better at this game. Plus, I've been watching a lot of it today because the, uh, the 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 world championships going on right now with AppleZcon and that's like super high level play. But cards I still don't have and probably will never have unless I drop three hundred dollars. What are you game. doing here? Yeah, I yeah. so that's still great. It's your uh, destiny to be there. God. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the end of the show, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Hearthstone, uh, at BlizzCon, they announced new expansion details. Goblins and something. Goblins versus gnomes. That's it. I knew it was another G. 120 card expansion. The first major expansion, because they claimed Next Ramus was just an adventure. And it just had 35 new cards on those wings. But this one's a true expansion. Uh, you can only buy the packs... Like the normal packs, it's not like uh, you earn the cards by unlocking them by beating certain like levels or whatever. And a lot of the cards are strictly based on RNG. Like it's a lot of random stuff because the few um, known cards or whatever they have now are like that. They're they're kind of random. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, other news came out of BlizzCon. They announced a new IP. Their first one in how many years, Steve? I know you posted seventeen up, years. Seventeen Facebook. I saw the headline, but I didn't read anything about it. Overwatch, mm. Overstrike, Overlord, the Over, they Overwatch. Had, yeah. Very interesting to me, like the art style. It looks really kind of TF2. It's a first-person shooter. I, I was yeah. having internet issues <coughs> during this, so I was kind of catching it on my phone. It was cutting in and out on my TV. I know Neil watched it. While yeah, I watched. It. Yeah, I watched the gameplay and the trailer video, and it seemed really interesting. Uh, it looked like a nice blend of like Team Fortress meets uh, Gotham City imposters. Yes, that's, that's the exact so, vibe I saw. A monolith joint. Yeah. They uh, there's a lot of obviously shooting, but weird. I saw someone had like a like a hook shot kind of thing. That yeah. Traverse faster, and there are all these different classes. And yeah. one of the classes has a line from a Hearthstone card. Yeah. Which is like one shot, one kill. That's a, that's Elven. Arthur one of them. Right? One of the classes was like a giant gorilla in a suit. Mm-hmm. Like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it seems really interesting. Yeah, and then, so that's, I don't have a date on that because I did not get to watch all of it. Did they announce a date? There's no date. There's no date. Okay. You so can what do you sign think, up for the beta. So what do you think it'll be like, you know, with the recent cancelization of their big MMO, and then they release this video, which quite honestly looks like it's going back to, like, Blizzard with, like, Lost Vikings and stuff like that. Like, it's very, almost, you know... It, it seems like a very old school Blizzard title to me. Yeah, it's um. I I also wonder like okay, so obviously this is gonna be free to play, right? Yeah. And there's gonna be monetization. So this mm-hmm. this seems to be just where Blizzard is going, and they're moving away from this big subscription model. And they even said that parts of what was it Titan was that the name mm-hmm. of it that are actually in this game. Like yeah. They've repurposed. You know, they definitely were gonna take stuff from Titan to put in this. And as soon as I saw it was a first-person shooter, I was like, "Oh, that's weird." They canceled this, and then they show off this first-person shooter kind of. So it's almost like game. StarCraft Ghost coming into it, also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played that. <laughs> played StarCraft, but this three years yeah. in a row. Between wow. and, is that just speculation for you? Do they announce it's gonna be free to play? <laughs> no, they said that it, is, it has parts of Titan. No, 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 about it being free to play. Oh, I, I'm speculating. Yes. I mean. <clears throat> I mean, that makes sense because um, yeah, I'm that, that's the direction they're going with this between Hearthstone and Here's the Storm. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, that's where gaming is right now. Make more money by making no money. Exactly. Because if you would have charged me $30, $40 for Hearthstone, I have all the cards, and that'd be great. But I think right now it's been 80 on Hearthstone, including the Next Ramus expansion, which is 20 But I mean, I mean that's it. That, that's where I mean, just keep making right a great game great, and I'll... Mm-hmm. I'll keep paying little by little. I'm court. trying to think. I don't think I've ever played a Blizzard game more than just to try out. Not even Lost Vikings. I did play Rock Lost and Roll Vikings. Racing. Okay, I did play, not Rock Blackthorn. I did play Lost Starcraft Vikings. One. Nope. How much time did you spend with Hawken and you've never played Starcraft One? Well, that's exactly why I don't play. Because you just watched him play. Because <laughs> I watched what it did to that little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Love Hawken, but you know. <laughs> 
no, I, I you know, I had uh, a good friend that was really into the real time strategy <laughs> stuff and uh, Warcraft. I used to love going to my friend Andre. You know, Andre. Uh, I loved I loved going to his house because he had a computer and he would play Warcraft. And I I really didn't get the real time strategy stuff. You know, it's just it wasn't how my brain works. You know, but I loved watching him click on dwarfs and having them bombs great. I like to blow stuff up. Like every little uh, character. <laughs> All those little on. funny things. They yeah, yeah. I was like, it, just, it was like a soundboard before there were soundboards. It's like, just just click the guy. Make him say the funny thing. I was young, you know. He played, he played Warcraft 2. Um, Blizzard's amazing. It's just not my... I don't think they really make anything for me. I never played a Blizzard game before I started playing Hearthstone. Yeah. And then I played a little bit of Diablo 3 on the PS4, but not a whole, whole lot. I just want to play more Hearthstone and watch more Hearthstone and absorb more Hearthstone. I grew up playing like every Blizzard game. <laughs> I even played World of Warcraft, you know, for the first year, that, well, maybe a month, I don't know. But I've I played Hearthstone a little, I don't know. No, you didn't. I, yeah, it's on my iPad. It totally is on my, and I put it on my computer before I got an iPad. Yeah, I know, but uh, with this announcement, I'm really glad they're not doing another MMO. I'm mm-hmm. glad they're, like, doing something. Here's the thing. Do you think this is coming to consoles? No. Wouldn't that be interesting? It's like, um, what if, if it did? Let me put it this way: I was not, I'm not expecting it to, but I would love for it to. I don't yeah, think man. so because they got a free to play model that doesn't really work. Uh, there's seven free to play games on PS4. Yeah, right I've now. never heard of any of them. Warframe because you didn't look. Point. Blacklight there, Retribution. I downloaded four of them the day I got my PS4. Warframe is great. It's a lot DC like Universal Destiny. <laughs> no, I, I would not be surprised if this was coming to console if it wasn't some kind of PlayStation exclusive. Now, and Blizzard said, will be at the PlayStation event. That's true. So, that's true. you know, I'm You're just right. putting Diablo that out there. Diablo 3 is there. Now, if someone took a Hearthstone and substituted that or any card game and substituted it with Garbage Pail Kids, I'm in. <laughs> we need to work on that. <laughs> Think oh, of the attacks. We could get that license. Think of like, the super snot attacks cheap. and the... Yeah. So much snot. It's like Primal Rage. Anybody remember StarCraft 64? Yeah. Yeah. You, um, yeah. you had some frame rate issues, but <laughs> if you had the expansion pack, you could unlock Brood War. Hey, I uh, I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for them to expand Hearthstone into StarCraft actually, because that'd be interesting. Like instead new of doing expansion of Gar- Goblin and Gnomes, like here's an entire new franchise or game franchise to bring into the- that might pull me into Hearthstone. Really? If I could have a card that says Nuclear Launch Detected, <laughs> that'd be cool. And there's a bunch of other news, you know, going to be coming out of BlizzCon over the next couple of days. So anything more? I mean, Warlords of Draenor, the the WoW expansion comes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, that probably Diablo. They announced StarCraft 2's third. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, well, it's, it's, I can't say third expansion. It's the second expansion. What Can we just called? get StarCraft 3 on <laughs> Legacy. Lord. Oh, did you play StarCraft 2, Vaughn? No. Okay, so <laughs> never mind. You're not really interested in that. It's then, the, uh, it's the uh, Protoss campaign expansion, Legacy of the Void. Yeah. So. Sounds like a Nine Inch Nails album. <laughs> See, my what was the first one? Was it Heart of the Swarm? Heart of the Swarm. Yeah, it was Heart of the Swarm. Yeah, I still haven't played that. I I've only played... I want to go back to my OP Zerg. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Two. I remember my friend Andre, again, who I talked about earlier, was a big PC guy, and he was so into Command & Conquer, and he <sighs> swore that I was going to love it, right? And so he bought me a Command & Conquer on the Saturn. Oh, wow. And not only did I not like it, <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't know what a standard de- definition was, and I didn't know what a monitor was, but I'm like, I can't even see anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm moving my big... Uh, joystick around. And <coughs> there's a circle. I'm like, I-, I can't even see what I'm locking onto. I don't know what I'm doing. So it just ruined it all for me. Uh, aside from uh, Blizzard announcing a bunch of things, Nintendo also announced a bunch of things this week. They had a big Nintendo Direct focusing on games between now and spring of next year. Neil and Steven <laughs> are waving their arms in the air. Um, 
the first part we'll start on is Amiibo talk, because before that they announced... Yeah, let's uh, go ahead and get that out the way. <laughs> a little bit of uh, Amiibo support, because a lot of people are saying, what the hell do I'm going to buy these $12 figures for? Uh, Nintendo cleared the air on that a little bit, but I don't know if it's the news you were looking for. Yeah. Obviously, we Probably talked about not. what they do in Smash, uh, with saving characters and fighting against them and leveling up and whatnot. But they also announced what they're going to do in Mario Kart, where it's more than we thought originally would work, but all they're going to be are costumes, costumes. for your Me Fighter or your Me Racer. So if Twelve you have dollar costumes, half of which are characters that are already in the game. <laughs> so do you want to race as Mario, or do you want to race as your Me, dress up as Mario with your twelve dollar Mario figure on your game? Well, pack? duh, obviously Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's one of them. I'm not he? even saying his costume. I'm just saying Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little disappointing. They also uh, went into details about how they're going to work with Hyrule Warriors, where it's just. If you get Link, you get the spinner. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, you get the spinner as a weapon, and which then, is kind of cool. cool. From Twilight Princess. It's a, little, it's a little bit better than what we have from Mario Kart. Yeah. And then if you put any other of the eligible figures on there, you just get random item drops from them. Not even related to the characters, just here's yeah, an item. Right, yeah. I think Link is, because of the Hyrule Warriors one, is probably the one I'm going to pick up, and that's about it. Yeah, when I when I, I originally I had planned to get uh Yoshi and Zelda, but then I heard Link was like gonna have some special things, so I was like, oh, I'll just get Link too. So, so again, I'll ask again that I asked last week if you had any interest in these amiibos. Can my uh, daughter play with them in the bathtub? Yes, sure. I might get them just for that. <laughs> you may not be able to use your spinner attack anymore. <laughs> well, I don't have a Wii U, so oh, it's hot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. I just like. Uh, I, we went to GameWare when she was probably she's over three and a half, a little over than three and a half right now. But you know, I've been bringing her to GameWare when we come in town just to visit, and she doesn't she doesn't know what's going on. She just likes all the lights and and the <laughs> wrapping boxes. Um, but uh, you know, you always have the uh, Princess Peach and the stuffed animals and the plushies or whatever. And so I, I always pick one up. And so we have like three or four of like a Yoshi and a Princess Peach, and and she she doesn't know what they are. She just loves them, you know. <laughs> so I mean. How how do if you, if y'all were in charge of Nintendo with these amiibos, what would you do to make okay, them better? So here's what you do: you you buy one amiibo for thirteen dollars. It doesn't matter which one it is. You put it on your gamepad. It unlocks a new F Zero game. That, <laughs> nothing to do with the amiibo, but it's a brand new F Zero game, and that's that's how you sell a, an amiibo to me. I don't know how else. There's gonna be an F Zero track in the new Mario Kart. I, I don't think care about that. I just want F Zero. I think if I would take them and I would make each one of them be able to attach to each other and you could build a mega ultra That's, amiibo yeah. and then that ends up being the next Wii system. There we go. <laughs> Can it take a GameCube disc? But it takes like uh, three or four years before they release every amiibo yeah. to make the final system and it's been the plan the whole time. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, this wasn't really my idea, but Steven mentioned earlier when we were kind of making fun of this, but I mean, I actually think a, like, Besides Smash Brothers with all Nintendo characters, like having a Skylander style game with these things, I think would have like been a third party brawler beat yeah. up where you slam Mario. Not even like maybe just, like a well, I was thinking like a Mario sixty four game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like because Mario, Zelda, all those games in three D play the same. So mm-hmm. I mean, you just have like this kind of big well, Smash Brothers style three D like adventure game. Adventure like, game, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I lost not lost. I mean, I I you know, I don't really follow Nintendo much anymore. When I kind of decided after the Wii that I think I'm. I'm kind of good with Nintendo right now. Like <laughs> done with them, not done with them, but um, you know, do you get Care the feeling that they're? Do you, do you do you get the feeling that they're kind of where Sega was and where Sony was before they righted the ship? You know, if you were to look at 
Sony did it right and Sega did it wrong, where you ever get the feeling that there's just too many people in charge and they're not on the same page and someone says, we got to do this thing with the figures and then someone okays it and then what do we do with them? This group wants to do this and that. Where Sony, I felt like that was like that for a long time and I feel like for the PS4 they all said, okay, we're, we're giving Cerny in, in Europe and we're going to give them a lot of control and that we're going to hire the right people and they're, they're the top. It's a pyramid. We do what they say. We're all on the same page and you know we see what that's done for them. And I feel like Nintendo is still trying to find an identity, and they're, they're kind of scrambling. Uh, not scrambling, but like they're in trouble. But I feel like there's maybe, you know, who's in charge or who's making decisions, and they need to get a stronger voice or something like that. I'd agree with you on that analysis you just broke down. The only difference between Nintendo versus Sony and Sega back then is Sega and Sony did not have a Scrooge McDuck vault full of money well, no, no, that no, no, Nintendo no, no. has now. So right, Nintendo right, right, right. struggles so, for Sony, now, but they're not going down anytime soon. They just, you're right. Just, Sony and Microsoft correct. can make as many mistakes as they want because they got Nintendo. unlimited funds. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo and Microsoft can, I mean, you know, you can talk about PS4 destroying Xbox One sales, but they're selling well. And the fact is they could completely botch two generations, but if they still want to go for it, they could do it. And Sony as a whole, as a company, is struggling it's awful. right now. Yeah. Right. Thank God the PS4 is doing great. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, I think um, Nintendo would just have to do something like, because going back with like the money thing, and also with a lot of the stuff they are announcing too, other than the obscure like Amiibo things, they're actually listening to their hardcore fan base. Right. So they're keeping their fans happy while trying new things as right. well. So right. it's like, while the Amiibo thing is kind of dumb to me, well, the other know, stuff they've announced is great. I feel like they're you know throwing yeah. a lot of things and see what sticks. But I feel like you know like obviously this is an answer to Skylanders, of course, and Disney. But it, they're not even doing it as well mm -hmm. as the. I mean, how do you not do it at least as well as the Blueprint? Isn't this kind of like, weird though that usually you know Nintendo doesn't follow? They what, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. this is the exact opposite. And right. and like and you said, they're, they're not doing it correctly. Even as good as what's out there, you know? Yeah. If, it's if, just interesting to me. If by holiday 2015 we don't have some type of Skylanders type Nintendo game, like, that, they, they, they just are writing this off. This is just, let's cash in this holiday season and yeah. forget about them because I don't understand how that doesn't exist let's at just, all to begin let's with Let's just already. connect this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then uh, with these stupid little figures, and even to. And even with, like, some of the Wii U titles they've already announced that are coming, like uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, the new mm -hmm. Zelda Wii U, like, what what are those statues even going to do for the games you like that? More eggs. Extra like, life. You like, put the amiibo on there, you get a mushroom. Woo. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know. But, but I, you know, I think they're also finding, like, places in... You know, going back to in something else they announced in the direct, which we haven't talked about yet, but Captain Toad. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was just literally a single like little puzzle thing you did in one one time each world in Mario in 3D World, and now this character is huge, and, it looks and they're adorable. banking on this, uh. and the game looks. I think it looks great. Uh, I, I was with you, Vaughn, until I watched the trailer, and then I was like, I'm oh, really this excited. Might be good. I'm really <laughs> excited for it. This might um, be good. Did he, did he really need his own fucking game? Yeah, <laughs> really. Of course. Yeah. If you were to really? take any Why Nintendo not? character, but wasn't like, that quite, good? But, but but think about it this way: if if I was playing this game as Mario, I would not be as interested in it. Well, I love puzzle platformers. You know? I'm just excited Me, yeah. that we have a game that's not just a platforming game because it is yeah. at its core a puzzle game. And you of yeah. all people, Vaughn, should be excited about a puzzle game because it's not just going to be something you run through. You actually got to have to figure this out. Yeah. But the know? thing is, though. It wasn't that good, and it's not even. I like, like those it, was, it wasn't levels. that challenging either. So well, now I'll give you that. But now that you have, there wasn't for me. There wasn't right. much action but, for me to play during Mario. But 3. you only had eight levels of that. Yeah. And now, it, now I have, have seventy like, levels. Now I have seventy, 70 yeah. easy levels to play. And who <laughs> says they're all going to be easy? Though it, it seems like they're pulling from Mario too. Even with picking, he picks up turnips and throws them at yeah. people. I mean, that's his method of attack. So like, 
I, I still don't think it was well, worth a complete. At least it's game not a full price game. It's forty bucks. Yeah, it's not sixty. So if that was a Yay, full price game, maybe I'd still buy it. If it was full, I think it just needs to be like hey, twenty. That's one more statue you can buy. <laughs> maybe maybe a thirty dollar game. It definitely so, doesn't need to be more than that, though. You're right. We'll move away from the negative and the movies and stuff. Uh, what looked really interesting is they went into more details of Project Steam, Codename Steam, Codename whatever Steam, it's called. Yeah. It's a that download seems... service Nintendo's working on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it's like a, like an XCOM. It's like a, a strategy game. Like an XCOM. Fire Emblem that, It's meets... like a Fire Emblem Advance Wars. Okay, that's yeah, who exactly. it's made by. It's <laughs> yeah. in a, kind of a new perspective. And mm-hmm. come on, man, you're Abraham Lincoln and Tom Sawyer, that's and you're shooting weird. aliens. Sounds incredible to me. <laughs> I, I can't wait. And, and I mean the. I've never really been a huge Fire Emblem fan, which, it, well, I'd say I'm not a fan. I've never played the games, honestly. Mm-hmm. I've, Any I've, of them? Yeah, I've, I've never played them. Hmm. Um, and coming from someone as, like, I love Advance Wars. They were games that I, like, had to get rid of to stop mm-hmm. playing. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I, I'm, I'm very excited about Codename Steam. It looks really interesting. And, um, yeah, like you said, like, because of, like, the influences, I mean, it does look a lot like XCOM and, like, well, see, I haven't played a lot of uh, Fire Emblem either, but I did play Advance Wars. That's all top-down little sprites, mm-hmm. whereas XCOM, you're down there with your yeah. characters as and they this run is, around. That's yeah. what a lot of this looks like. And it kind of looks like crap, but it's a 3DS game, and you know, that was blown up on a bigger screen for them to show it. So it might yeah. not look as bad on right. 3DS, but I'm still excited yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, I think it still looks great. I mean, and uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff they announced in this Direct was great. Um uh, well, Next. how do we not talk about what's led, which I missed because I tuned in four minutes late, That's and true. Uh, something I've been calling since this show existed beforehand, yep. of course, is finally coming with Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. I cried when I saw that trailer. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that trailer was weird as fuck. Like I didn't like. I've always heard things game. about Majora's Mask, but like what? The it's moon looks game. even more weird. Like than it did talk about to things begin with in our Halloween episode last year of ga- things that aren't supposed to be scary but are scary. Like what the fuck is up with that moon? Yeah, oh. it's it's falling. Just wait till you actually play the game. It's yeah. great. Like yeah, it's it, a great it game. is a good game. So I've excellent been, soundtrack. I've been waiting for them to release this on 3DS so I can play it because I played Ocarina of Time for the first time on 3DS. So I didn't want to go back and play Majora's Mask on the GameCube. Uh, so I went, I went and played that. They also went in a little more detail with uh, Splatoon. Which is one of the best games I played at E3 this past year after Nidhogg. That game looks so good. I haven't really given that game much look looking into until this direct, and I was just they expanded a lot more things. A little bit of orange and blue. Yeah, E3 this year. It looks awesome. Like how like you know when you're the squid, you can pretty much swim in your paint, Mm -hmm. but then like when you pop out, you're the human character, and you have to spray your paint everywhere else. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. It's gonna be looks awesome. You're gonna you're gonna fall off that destiny. It has single player also. Oh, it does. Like everyone, Wii, yeah. everyone who has Wii, the Wii, Wii needs to find it. Yeah. I think Splatoon to, to me is like the most Dreamcast-looking game I've seen yes. since the Dreamcast yeah. was a thing. Like, yeah, between uh, Sunset and some of the Nintendo stuff, Dreamcast is alive. Baby. It really and is. Fantasy Star, De- Destiny, Destiny, yeah. Fantasy Star. Uh, Shin- where's Shinmu Three? I saw that it's missing. Actually, what? I actually uh, I think Shinmu is a little overrated, but you know, shut that's your mouth. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it, but you know. What else did uh what else they announce? What else am I missing? Uh, a lot of indie stuff. Don't That's quite right. remember though, like what <sighs> what it, what into detail they did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, they, watch now. They went yeah they went through some indie stuff. Still not to the level of Sony. To me, when I think indies now on consoles, I think Sony. there's there's like just a couple developers. I forget some of their names, but I'll see that 
you know, the guys that did Mutant Muds do a lot of Nintendo stuff first, and then they bring it on PC. Well, one of my games of the year this year, on spoiler now, Shovel Knight was originally out, you know, on Wii right, U and PC. Right. And if you haven't played Shovel Knight, what's wrong with you? Have you played Shovel Knight? Wait till you get to my top ten. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, big direct from Nintendo. Yeah, oh, uh, was... Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh yeah, yeah that, that. that looks good. that looked beautiful. I should probably play the first game. <laughs> it's like, like there's also some crazy like history that game where like... you're like these historical <laughs> figures. Like fighting aliens and stuff. That's that's what Project Steam is. Oh, okay. Steam. Wasn't Zeno gotcha. the first? Still, one? you're like Abraham Lincoln, like yeah, against this alien invasion. Wasn't that one of the Operation Teardrop games or whatever? Wasn't that one? Or like, no? uh, like the the RPG I'm sure were, for it in Yeah, the one that like the RPGs that were yeah, it wasn't Japan and so the fans. Well, it was in Europe. Oh, was it Europe? But it not translated, right? Yeah. But not America. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually always, I always kind of like that story, even though I had no investment in it. I was like, all right, I don't. And of course, I think Nintendo claimed that those those petitions didn't have any say in there. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was cool. There was more information on Kirby Rainbow Curse. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot that exists. I saw that E3. It's just like Kirby mixed with Line Rider from when I was sixteen in high school. <laughs> well, it's like very much a sequel to Kirby Canvas, Canvas Curse, Curse yeah. on the DS, oh. which was a really <laughs> I never fun played game. That. Oh. I think it was out before Line Rider. Yeah, probably. Was. Wasn't it like really close? To like it was the practically a launch game on yeah. the DS. That's a four. Well, excuse my naivete. But yeah, <laughs> that game was. It was like as far from a traditional Kirby game as you can get, and it was like yep. really fun because there was so much. Oh, no, you Kirby, can do Mass with Kirby Mass Attack. Mass Attack was kind of a yeah. Kirby Canvas Curse was actually the reason I bought a DS. It's a great and game. I bought a pink one. It it made so much use of like the touchscreen, and it's coming to the Wii U like again with the gamepad. So mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like you get to play it while also like looking at a big bigger screen too. And it looks like claymation. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks phenomenal. Yeah, right, yeah. And there's multiplayer in it too. You like all the other three players can be Waddle Dees, just like guiding the Kirby around, and they're also like doing stuff. But they're not actually in the ball form. They're in their regular forms. Just attacking and stuff, which is kind of cool. So, I wonder if the Kirby Amiibo is going to have any compatibility with it. I'm sure it will. <laughs> okay, I think that's it for Nintendo. Yep. Okay. So you remember all those uh, Atari cartridges that they dug out of the ground and I'm made a big for- deal about it? And I've been spoiler free. I've been waiting for the documentary. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, so some of those are being sold on eBay. For as much as four hundred dollars. Yeah, I heard about that. A lot per garbage Atari cartridge. A lot of money. Spending four hundred dollars on literally garbage. Congratulations, people. Uh, whatever people want, they think of it as a moment in history. It's not about sure. the game. You know, I heard someone on some podcast say, "Why not just buy Atari mint condition for whatever a couple bucks?" And I'm like, "Because they it was part of an event." You mm-hmm. know. People hoard, people collect it. <laughs> if you have money to spend on a cartridge or a Shaq jersey, you know, just do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> All right, Mr. Positivity over here. Hey, I have a was basketball signed by Shaq. Wasn't Boss, like, really big on Atari? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, he, no, like, he, he still, he still is. I mean, that's why GameWare <laughs> exists, and he can't even play, like, modern games. Like, you know, gotcha. he, he's playing some Last of Us. Re- okay. He, he, bought, he brought him a PS4. Maybe the Last fact that the frame rate's gone up, but, like, you know, the whole time that we worked there... Um, you know, you would, you know, you the play anything owner new, of our store. You, you play anything new or whatever, I get dizzy, I get sick, you know, 3D mm-hmm. makes me sick, you know, it's always been that way, and, you know, you try to relate to them about any current game, and it just, 
I don't play them. I own the systems, don't play them. But as soon as you get like an Asteroids machine in the, the arcade, <laughs> or someone trades an Atari, I mean, like, our our boss is awesome, but he is like, you know, a straight laced guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of got to get him in the right mood to kind of joke around, and he's got a very, you know, stiff humor, you know, good sense of humor, but it's not like, a, you know, it's not like us, we're not like super nerd guy. Um, but you get an Atari traded into that store, and it's just like, he's a kid. He's he will awesome. make sure the system works. Like, he will sure. play that system, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and some you know that's some of the best times in the stores. You know, someone trades in a system, and for like the last two or three hours of our shift, you know, it's like me and boss going back and forth, or Steven, the boss going back and forth trying to get the high score. Um, so someone even had one time an Atari catalog, like in like they had all the cartridges, and, and they had like a, a mailer catalog they had gotten back when the Atari was out, and he remembered that catalog from when he was a kid. Like he had the same one, and he was like, I remember every page. Jeez. Like, it was watching his childhood nostalgia, just like, it was beautiful. That's awesome. So, anyways, yes, big Atari guy. A little bit of gameware history back then. Yeah. By the way, I really enjoyed um, those higher stories that, that, uh, that, that made me smile. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for our 50th episode. Yeah, that was great. Um, are y'all ready for a little bit of rage-filled news? As in, like, Rage 2? Not Rage 2, oh. like the verb rage. So... So, this is a NeoGAF thread I read. Um, the Guinness, as Steven's doodling over here. <laughs> I'll take a picture of that. That is the picture. And I'm going to have to edit all this out because now it's just us laughing. At I, haven't, sure I haven't found that armor yet. That armor looks very different. I need to find that armor. Uh, so, it must be high level stuff. Oh, Sunset Destiny. Sunset Destiny. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition. <laughs> Just thank you, thank you, Steven, for derailing. <laughs> okay. The Guinness World Records. Oh God, what now? Okay, so this is only funny to us and not the people listening. This is <laughs> this is bad radio, Steven. I'll take a picture of him and put it on the, our Facebook page, facebook.com. He drew the loot Express. cave. <laughs> I love what they did with the... Uh, it looks like an igloo. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, back on serious talk. We're drinking Guinness, and what happened? <laughs> no, we're not drinking Guinness. Oh, the okay. Guinness World Records oh, man. 2015 Gamers Edition is coming out yesterday, and they ranked the best game series ever from 1 to 50. And number one... Well, wait, 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 hold on now. Number one's got to be, like, Legend of Zelda, Tetris, like Mario, Super maybe. Mario. Well, hold on, Legend of Zelda is six. Okay. Super Mario Brothers is two. Uh, Tetris, Tetris is not on this list. Why would that even be on there? That's, of course... Number Smash one, Bros? Uh, Super Smash Brothers, let me... Re- I saw that, 39. Anybody else? Come on. Portal, I, I would have said Portal. Yeah. Call of Duty. Halo. Uh, Halo. Throw Halo in there. Number seven. Oh wait, I can hold like control F while I do this. Halo's five. What else did Resident Evil? Duty. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil is twenty nine. Okay. Braid. So, nope. Braid. Okay, so we this, <laughs> this bit has gone long enough. So number one is Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't even look at the list because when I saw your post in the headline being Call of Duty, I was like, what's the point of? reading this list because obviously their criteria is very different than my criteria yeah apparently uh this was voted on by more than five thousand fans of the book from 140 countries took an online poll and everyone loves call of duty so the games that sell millions are gonna have the fan yeah i mean whatever it's also interesting that something like minecraft is number three and league of legends is number 16 those are single player games not a a series 
you're right. It is huge, but it's not a series. It's a it's a game. But I mean, people go on the they see the poll and they know Minecraft, and so they're like, "That's right. my favorite game. I'm going to pick that." So you can go to NeoGaf and, and view this thread for all 50. But I mean, one is Call of Duty, two is Mario Brothers, three Minecraft, four GTA, five Halo. By the way, I think it's hilarious and awesome that uh, Microsoft uh, owns Minecraft and so is letting it being released on other systems because they're smart. <laughs> that is that is very true. I think they made Banjo Kazooie games on the Game Boy Advance because they just knew that it would make the millions. <laughs> yeah, and they also uh, they Diddy Kong Racing came out on DS when it was owned by Microsoft. No, I think no Nintendo owns Diddy Kong. Well, I mean, but like when they bought Rare and right, all that but kind it's of still stuff, yeah. Diddy Kong. Yeah, but Viva Pinata is on the DS. Yeah, so. Even Pinata is free on gold. That is, so good. <laughs> that is free on gold this uh, month. By the way, by incredible. the way, guys, y'all knew nothing about it. Volgar the Viking is awesome. I I would highly suggest playing it. Uh, if you ever played Rastan, the arcade game, or Rastan, yeah, which I used to love. Uh, and then you take uh, uh, I'm trying to think of similar games, but games where you you know you're just gonna brutally die over and over again until you learn the pattern. It's a it's a really good indie game. I actually bought it on Steam. Still downloaded it on the Xbox and I've played it a little bit and I'm gonna beat it again. But excellent. Also, if you weren't angry enough, Final Fantasy thirteen at number twelve. Where's Volgar on the list? Wait, that's a series? <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen is a series. Yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy it is. Is at number thirteen of the top fifty. Oh, so Final Fantasy is number thirteen. Number thirteen. But not thirteen. Not thirteen. Even though thirteen is, is a series. It has I three games. Disagree. Uh, at number twelve, <laughs> right above it is Angry <laughs> Anytime I see a list that's voted on by like the internet, I just Just don't even agree. Nothing nothing to do with it. Also, the fact that Crash Bandicoot's down here at 43 below WWE and Little Big Planet. It's is, been oh, like his, car, his WWE card game is on there. No, just WWE, WWE total. Oh, okay. Hey, actually, going to Angry Birds. Uh, I played Angry Birds Epic, the little RPG on the phone. Is that Why? Angry Birds. Is well, fine. it's not a physics shooting game. It's just like you just turn-based. Yeah, turn-based like, RPG. Uh, where's Flappy Bird on here? Not on here. Damn it. All these little casual <laughs> games that people will give. I mean, if you're on the pooper and you got some time. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Why not? Halo 4's lead writer has been signed on to write the new Mass Effect game. So I'm going to write the new Mass Effect game, Neil. <laughs> nice. So Neil and I had this thing when we went to E3 <laughs> in 2011. We were drunk at a bar, and we still had our Microsoft wristbands on from like the party or press event or something. Yeah. So we were going around trying to pick up girls and tell them we worked for <laughs> Microsoft and working on the new Halo game, and I was the nice. lead writer, and you were like the head audio engineer. Yeah. So good, I, good play. I tweeted at Neil that look, I'm writing the new Mass <laughs> Effect game. <laughs> oh, spoiler! <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. No, so that's that's interesting. That something as story driven as Mass Effect and something not as story driven, or not as much really as Halo. Halo is very story driven. It's just yeah. with the craziness that you have to read useless. the books and watch the but even Xbox when you get there, only series and watch the movies. I actually thought the first Halo story was excellent, and then. Second one was okay, and even with the Gravemind stuff, it didn't bother me as much. But it just really just it's just it, they got too. I didn't too understand out of hand. half the shit. Too in out Halo of hand. Four because I read heard you had to read books to understand who half these characters are, and I read the Reach the Reach book mm -hmm. because that game was coming out. And I was curious. The dates don't match up between the book <laughs> and the game. They're different dates. I'm like, what? How do you mess that up if you're if you're using the extended universe? You, you know, like I actually bought. Um, I like the the story of the first one so much. Um, with like this religious group of aliens, you know, that are different 
races and species, but they believe in the same god. I actually think that's a fascinating sci-fi story. Yeah, and they're trying and then, to cleanse the universe. Yeah, they're, of they're, life. they're they're the good guys, whatever. And they're you know, and is that the Halo? And I actually like the the stealing One of seven. Uh, you know, it's it's not completely original, but you know, stealing kids and making them super. You know, I actually thought I was really into it. You know, especially getting the Xbox, being like, okay, now they can actually do stories with these things. You know, um, and then. I figured I was missing something as I was going through each one of like why I'm I'm not really into it anymore and I, I don't I wouldn't make a lot of connections and so I actually bought that encyclopedia right because I, I remember the books and I went through it and actually pieced it together like they have good timelines in there and I'm like well no they just lost the simple story mm-hmm. like it's too much it's it's like they they don't have anything to say anymore like if you would stick with like the simple story of the religious and the you know like the well, first one what? they just they just too big for the bridges. Once I got to Halo two and the Ar- Arbiter show is that Halo two? The Arbiter three. showed up three. Okay, well Halo three is just the Arbiter oh, oh, well, well, Arbiter was no, the second. It one. was yeah. the second one. Like yeah, I love the Arbiter. Guy, like, but I'm like like so he's a he's a good covenant guy. So he's here well, and then Halo like three you're walking through like the guts of a worm or something and Cortana screaming That's at Gears you. Gears of War. That's Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or Lost Planet too. You get pooped out an anus at one point. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it Lost Planet 3? It's Lost Planet 3. Yeah. I don't but, think that's um, a game. But I actually like the second one to a point. Like, I like the idea of, a, you know, a, a disgraced Covenant soldier that, you know, there's a rebellion within the Covenant, and he's sitting <laughs> there, but he kind of learns enough to realize that the Covenant is just, like, lies. You know, mm-hmm. like, we're, we're supposed to be Star this Wars. And, and I, I, liked, I liked what they did, kind of like it was Star Wars too. like, you know, based on, you know, a lot of Seven Samurai and stuff like yeah. that. Like, some the fact that the Covenant are highly based on... Um, that's where the extended fiction is kind of cool, where the Covenant are, are very much based on, like, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, like, samurai culture. And so it's all about honor and, and, like, you know, you know, if you disgrace, you know, you hurt your family and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, so when this arbiter finds out that the uh, the prophets are not really after the religion and cleansing, they're just out there for power. Mm-hmm. That's why it makes sense that he turns. And I love the prophet, the three prophets and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, um... I just said at some point the story got bigger than that and it didn't need to be it, it got convoluted. So anyways, that's all. But <laughs> I, I the first Halo story is great. Maybe I was like twelve and I just like to shoot things. <laughs> Were you one of those kids online, Adam? <clears throat> no, because Halo could play Halo one online. Of course not, but would you have been one of those kids? No, I was a good kid. Okay. And I was being blown away by the first Xbox because I mean I was I had Halo and I had Crimson Skies and I had Oddworld and I'm like oh, these were some Skies. of the like you know, one generation all of a sudden these are like fantastic stories. So like mm-hmm. I don't know what Microsoft's doing. Crimson Skies should be like their version of Uncharted, not like gameplay wise, but like their character and, yeah. and Crimson mm-hmm. Skies was so Nathan Drake. <laughs> like, you know, Han Solo, quirky, kinda bad, but I don't know why they didn't keep that anyways um no it's okay let's see let me pull my phone back up with my news written on it um oh goody for those who like waking up saturday morning cartoons that don't exist anymore uh tomorrow is the world premiere on cartoon network of sonic boom and i I was about to get excited because something (laughs) else is actually premiering tomorrow but Uh, what do you mean actually sonic boom is actually premiering tomorrow yeah i know but something better is premiering tomorrow which is what's better than sonic boom the new pokemon movie who's that deontay and the cocoon of destruction i see everyone is just excited about that as sonic boom i mean pokemon is better than sonic boom (laughs) do i want to see the pokemon movie or interstellar (laughs) 
Isn't it one of the episodes of Sonic Boom about like a rent dispute with uh, Eggman? Yeah, isn't like, it supposed to be like, super weird or something? Like no one, know. someone's needs to be evicted, but like, they didn't pay the rent. It doesn't it, like they bought uh, too many chili dogs. It's supposed to be kind of similar to Adventure Time. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I might actually like might even have record like, it and see what all this is about. Mm-hmm. You'll have to record it. It sounded ridiculous, but it sounded like there was like a yeah. yeah like, you uh, let us know. <laughs> there was like a, a lawsuit <laughs> against somebody or something. right. Yeah, it was a courtroom trial. I'm like, that, actually, I remember kind of, us talking about a courtroom scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have no interest in Sonic Boom whatsoever. <laughs> but you can sing the song. I don't nope. understand <laughs> what I'm doing. It. I don't understand Sega. And coming from a, I mean, I was a diehard Sega guy, mm-hmm. um, and I actually really enjoyed Sonic. I don't, I, he was never my favorite, you know, Genesis game or anything, but I I played most of them. I don't understand because they actually, I don't know if y'all have played all the Sonic games for a while. You know, I have. I try most them. Of them. I, you know, they're all so bad, but they actually, I thought they, I thought they did great with Generations, like Sonic Generations. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about modern Sonic, then, yeah. Yeah, well, well, they they release all these awful ones that still sell. But it's like they're always reinventing. The like every single one of them is like a different take on it, and all of them have been subpar. But they sell, I guess, well enough to do. But all of a sudden, generations comes out, and I think it got mostly like sevens and eights. Yeah. I thought the two D was the best two D they've done in a while, and I thought the three D was very playable and fun. And then the next game is like completely reinvent the wheel. Like I don't with Lost Worlds. And yeah, Lost Worlds. And this one's like yeah. supposed to be very different. And re- like this is made by what people are they who used doing? to work for Naughty Dog. I don't know they, who made they this broke game. off and make big red button, I believe. It looks like a beat 'em up game. Like it doesn't I mean, look like a Sonic. I was game. so depressed when Sega bowed out after the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. But then there was like a part of me that was like, you know what? When you get Sega on a multi platform, they're gonna be unstoppable. I played so and much they Sonic Heroes on my Xbox. They're the worst company. <laughs> like I mean they botched it. They had they have so many IPs that they don't even use. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. colors was a step in the right direction. No, it totally yeah, was. Colors was really good. And they just went when you, Generations like, was like even better than yeah. that. And then we get Lost World and it's like what is He has this? a run button. <laughs> when we went to E three like a couple years ago. I wasn't expecting it, but when we walked in and I saw the Sega booth there was a part of me that I haven't really felt anything for Sega in a long time, like any kind of love or whatever uh, bias towards them. Uh, but when I saw the big Sega sign, part of me was like feeling like a kid again. I got all excited. And then I looked at the booth and it was nothing but uh, PC games. and Total War. Colonial War, which is fun. I'm glad they found something that makes some money. But like there, was, there wasn't one thing in there that I would even touch. I Let's like, see, 2013, you came last year, so it was uh, Sonic Lost World. Colonial Marines, right, and that other stuff he also. Yeah, it, I, I just saw like, much in the second movie last year. I played Lost World. It's probably the so biggest right. disappointment for me as far as like where a company ever went. Mm-hmm. So, okay, a game we announced last week that was coming out, Citizens of Earth on Wii U, is delayed until January. It's an Atlas joint. I've never even heard of that game. Well, it's not coming out until January. Okay, I'll buy it. Then. Sequel to Citizens Kabuto? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I think that's what we said last week. Actually. I remember that. Yeah, yeah you actually. I just I, I saw that bit of news and I felt the need to say it because last week I said it was coming out. And I feel like a lie to everyone. Thanks for clearing that up. Appreciate that. And then uh, the final piece of news I have is Activision and Tony Hawk have come out and said they are making a new console game for 2015 and also a mobile game. And also a mobile game. Who's excited? No one. Uh, okay, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I got a uh, sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't really know what they can do to revive Tony Hawk at this point. The correct answer is probably nothing. If they went back to the 
basics. They yeah, tried that. They tried that. The, go back they to made the Tony Hawk HD. It but was it, terrible. It was terrible. And the but, music was wrong. Yeah, no, they did it correctly. Yeah, but they, they need they, a better not. soundtrack, and they need to just no. They need the, the soundtrack. Yeah, they need the, <laughs> just they that. Need the soundtrack. And Superman they need the, song. <laughs> I want to go Superman. play. So they need to bring two back the now. crazy. I was gonna. I was just gonna say I can always call my two X. On we should all go. That was the best. <laughs> I love X. that game. Spider Man. Oh my god! You bring back so the not realistic physics and not realistic missions and stuff that like the, the first four games had. Yep. So even up to Thug, like the first Tony Hawk's Underground was the first one, like last one in my opinion. It was really good. Cause Thug two sucked, and from then on out, American thing. Wasteland. I never played that. I think none was the last one. I, I only liked one, played one was four. four. Four had Thunderstruck, and four yeah. was even kind of losing it for me a little bit. I thought yeah. two and three were the best, but so. I think the one thing four had that I really enjoyed was the fact that it wasn't. Limited to time, right? Mm-hmm. That was really cool about it, but that was about it. So that's all the news I have. Let's see, anybody else has anything else? Didn't Iwata say something about like maybe moving away from uh, region locking? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Something like that. I didn't see that. I read that they're like hinting at probably moving away from it. So Which that's would good. Be really cool. So you can I can import my new 3ds now because my like my circle pad have. is still broken. Like I don't Nintendo for some reason. Once the 3DS came out, it was like the first time their handheld was region locked. Hmm. And I didn't know why. Uh, I guess because of the store? I guess. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to region lock any of their stuff, to be honest. I just want to play weird Japanese games. I would like to do that, that. too. (laughs) But we can't do that because it's always region locked. So who's ready for so many new releases next week? Woo! Um, I don't even know what's coming out. There's just one release. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Unity nah, is coming play out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Not an Assassin's Creed guy. Don't like that one. Well, guess what? I got another one for you. Assassin's Creed Rogue <laughs> is coming out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation. Just to give a shout out. What did I just tell you? Just to give like a, just because it hit me when you said it, just to give a shout out, you know, talk about sequels, I thought. Assassin's Creed one to two was one of the best. Oh, sequels. Yeah. oh yes, yeah. One I couldn't uh, finish. One I played purely on the fact that I actually had read some of the, uh, uh, you know, books when I was younger about uh, assassins uh, versus uh, whatever they're called Templars, Templars, uh, Holy Blood, Holy Grail, stuff like that. Because my brother was into them, and so it was really cool seeing that in the graphics and Jerusalem and all that stuff. Um, but it was so shallow and mm-hmm. boring. And then two came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's it's awesome." And I didn't play it for like maybe two years after it came out, but when I did, I was like, "Holy, you know, this is awesome." So it had variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, but and it was engaging, and it was, made sense the transitions between the, the options, you know. Yeah. So many people told me because I didn't play one until two came out, and so many people just said, "Don't play one." Don't play one. But I suffered through all like seventeen hours of repetitiveness. Repetitiveness. Um, and I thought it was worth it because I love moving on to two because two literally picks up as one end staring at the wall. So, but after Brotherhood and three was a disappointment. I still haven't played four. I doubt I'm gonna pick up either. Yeah, and see, I'm like one of the people who's very opposite. I loved three, but maybe it's because of the era. I guess, but yeah. even then, the era was it stupid. intrigued me. But I heard yeah. you know, bad but things. four to me was the best. I'm sitting side saddle with Paul Revere on a stupid horse, telling him which way to go. <laughs> Come on, Neil. My thing with Assassin's Creed Look, is that I'm talking about the, the, the fighting and everything. He's not a real assassin. He just has this like revenge story, so let's give him some robes and call him an assassin because your kid's dead. 
wait, wait, the story's good in these, in these games? <laughs> well, yeah, the initial concept intrigued me because I had read about some of the stuff before, and I thought it was really cool that someone's making a big-budget game on this, like, crazy, you know, feud from a long time ago that's, like, half conspiracy. And, uh, and I actually really enjoyed it at the beginning, but, I mean, the story is so watered down by now and so crazy yeah, I that you just play it like you know i played actually i played one and two back to back yeah me too and that was it i was i was like right. I, I you know two was amazing but then i was burned out by the end and i didn't play brotherhood or the other one and I, and then i was thinking about three jumping back in which i decided that i didn't care about the story i'll just jump in when they're good but three got bad reviews and i was actually never gonna play another one again until black flag got all that Love and so I played that on the PS4 yeah, and loved Black it. Black Flag is just but I'm not gonna, what I wanted. But that's the, the thing. Series. Played four. I'm not gonna play another Assassin's Creed for two to three years. Let me correct myself. I said Brotherhood. I meant Revelations. Brotherhood was actually good. Revelations. I can't tell you oh, the yeah. Yeah. Brotherhood. I loved Revelations. Yeah, because yeah, and this is what I'm afraid of is like as far as my Assassin's Creed um, playing and liking has is I hated one, loved two, loved Brotherhood, didn't like Revelations, loved three, loved four. So Unity, I get the feeling, is probably going to be one that I well, don't really care for. Friends to play this correctly. It yeah, if it's like, like designed around well, like then there we go. Then, then I don't really want to play it. Then yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it gets rave reviews and people all I trust like it, and then like the next year one isn't good, then I'll play Unity next year. Yeah. You know, like, Assassin's Creed isn't a game I really want to play with other people. No, exactly. That's why yeah. I don't know why they're going this direction. Play Rogue. Mm. You know, well, no, don't play Rogue. It'll come out Rogue HD and like yeah, yeah. June that's what I'll wait year. on. Um, if you didn't like two versions of Assassin's Creed, you get two versions of Sonic Boom. <laughs> Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric coming out on Wii U, and Sonic Boom, Shattered Crystal coming Sega, out on 3DS. What are you doing? I can't wait till the <laughs> DLC where Emerald's a character and it's called Sonic Bam. <laughs> so. Is it cheating if a bunch of these new releases are the same game twice? <laughs> can we just skip ahead to the week after that? Yeah, can That's going to be great. <laughs> so also on Tuesday, Halo the Master Chief Collection comes out on Xbox One. Uh, Digimon All-Star yes. Rumble. Yes, we're not going to talk about right, Digimon, Master Chief Digimon, Collection. Digimon. <laughs> comes out on PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, let's see. Minecraft, the PlayStation Vita edition, also coming out on Tuesday. Yeah, Minecraft's on everything. I thought the Vita version was already out. Actually, Minecraft's not on Windows Phone. Oh, well, that's everything but Windows Phone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Sorry, Steve. I thought you it was don't out have on a Windows Vita. Phone anymore. I do. It's it's at my house. Oh, oh I don't. You know, it might it be uh, right, but I can still actually, download Minecraft. I want to say it. that I, uh, someone else was talking about. I think like the digital version came out, but I think the physical copy comes. Yeah, out. which is a voucher, by the way. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood that. You know, because it's a disc. Like on PS3, on 360, on PS4, right. it's a disc. But on the Vita, it's a voucher. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Me no, I don't stand. Sorry. <laughs> As Steven dies over there. Hey. Uh, Sinran Kagura. Kagura. Sinran Kagura, bon appetit. That's like two different languages. Go cooking love. What? It, what? It's a cooking game. That's on PlayStation Vita. I guess. I thought it was already out. Well, well, not on maybe on PlayStation Vita. That's what I'm talking about. It came out in March. Okay. But it's telling me it's coming out tomorrow. I mean, on Tuesday. So a re-release. Probably. I had to call it back for a while. Speaking of re-releases, Valkyria Chronicles for the PC comes out on okay. Tuesday. That's kind of that's pretty. Cool. That's a great game. Yeah. Sega. I always wanted to play that. Doesn't I, the second one come with the first one? 
Or am I thinking? No, I'm thinking of White Knight Chronicles. Yeah, no, Valkyria Chronicles. That game was not I heard great things about Valkyria yeah. Chronicles. I bought it on PS3, but I still haven't opened it. I, mm. I want to play that. It's a good game. I want to slap Sega so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, another game that already came out is <laughs> coming out. So again. He really does. Uh, Retro City Rampage DX. I feel like I got enough of that game. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, time. PlayStation Vita. And then why won't they bring Fantasy Star Online over here on the Vita? <laughs> we got it. It's so stupid. Well, I know we got it, but <laughs> with Destiny, yeah. But no, I, I would love. To, I wish Fantasy Star Online. I don't understand their decision come over here. Also, who, Xbox, who do I slap and Sega? One. There's no one left. There's no one left. <laughs> Is the Vita? Wait, <laughs> can't you make a Japanese account and play? The, yeah, uh, in Japanese. Japanese. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, no. I looked yeah. into one day and I'm like, that's too many steps for me. I'm yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the Wii U. Uh Nano Assault Neo <laughs> X. I'll probably pick that up. Uh, I have that on the Wii U. They'll probably finally announce PSO2 for Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> Sega has that exclusivity deal with Nintendo for Sonic yeah. Yakuza. You could slap Sonic yeah. Team. <laughs> uh, Terraria is coming out on PS4. Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, so Xbox where are they One, at, Vita, like, 3DS, Metropolis? PC, Wii U. It's in space. In space. We played oh. it, didn't we? Yeah. Eddie 3 on Gotham. It, you know, Kevin Smith is in it. He's a Lego character. Kevin Smith. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Well, he's, he's a Lego character. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, actually. Did you see Shay? Can I get Batman I did, or his, uh, Asylum 2? I, I didn't believe it. Did he lose a lot I mean, he lost a lot of I did not believe it. He hasn't had sugar in 30 days. Arkham City. I don't want to go around Gotham City. There are too many conversations going on right now. I think this is the best kind of podcast. Three different conversations going on at the same time. For Evolution Soccer 2015, PS4, PS3. I really enjoyed Konami's soccer games on N64. Oh, I think that's uh, an interesting international story. Speaking Speaking Sega, Sega, Sega yeah. Soccer Slam. Soccer. The best. That game soccer was ever. great. Game was soccer 2003. Actually, it's one of the few Xbox games uh, that I kept. <coughs> um, you know, that was a great. That's a, that's a great game. That is a great, I really like that game. game. That was a college and game. Sega was so making some really good that my games. What is Sega Everyone doing? Everyone can't talk all over each other. Oh my god. <laughs> this is our first episode. <laughs> One at a time. Fall. Hey, everybody. This is Gameware Express. <laughs> Pro Evolution Soccer is ranked 25 on the Guinness Top 50. That's interesting to me. Not FIFA. is not on this list. FIFA's not what? on the list. But really? Pro Evo okay, well, that makes sense because if this is a, uh, worldwide, Europe. So, uh, winning 11 was very popular in Europe and everywhere else, way before FIFA, and people hate American companies, so people hate it. <laughs> so the rest of the world's voting for winning 11. What's Madden on that FIFA. list? Um, I didn't see it. Madden's Madden's not even on not the list. There. It's American. <laughs> they didn't call any Americans. That's right. You know, we're we you know we feel like we're the big fish, but you take population. population. That's right. Not on the you list. Think, not on the list. You think anyone in Poland voted for Madden? <laughs> what about Poland? Witcher baby. So there's this game coming out on Vita and PC called Get Off My Lawn, and that the picture is this old guy with a shotgun. Sweet. So this sounds oh, great. Yeah. You know, I really yeah. Phalanx too. I like that they bring it's also coming out on PC. I mean, uh, iPhone and Android and Windows Phone. <coughs> Get off my lawn is a free-to-play lane defense game developed by Digital Leisure Inc. Now it doesn't sound as fun. I like oh, the control. Digital, oh, digital like, Leisure. They they make Dragon Slayer now. I love my Vita having like controller-based indie games, but I really could care less about the iPhone ports because mm-hmm. the I I mean the the what Vita about? screen is better looking, but it doesn't. The touches and it's. What about that scanning game where you ring people up at a grocery store? Yeah, Have you yeah, played that? Yeah. It's free. 
Just check it out. And yeah. I go to the grocery it. store and play that. And then it's great because it's microtransactions, so I swipe my credit card, oh, yeah. and I just get the item that I scanned. I did that life. in real life. Yeah. yeah, you did before you worked the game. Where actually yeah. stuff being free tends to turn. I tend to not even. I know, right? Because time is worth more than. Yep. That I like the copy free. for this free-to-play lane defense game where the player must fend off hordes of aliens and teach them proper respect for private property. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds funny. Actually, I might check it out. Okay then. Okay, so those are all on Tuesday. If you're curious, what comes out on Thursday? It's all Nintendo stuff because that's what they do. <clears throat> A world of Keflings. Yeah. Comes out on Wii U. That's weird. The sequel to the Avatar-based XBLA strategy game, A Kingdom for Keflings. I mean, World of Kepling is the second one, and both are out already on Xbox. Yeah, but now it's coming to Wii U. Yeah, so it's 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 actually a really fun game. It's just, it's like three years old. Yeah, no, four. Came out in 2010. Yeah, sorry. Um, Time for me to put down some Hearthstone, because Pokemon trading card games coming out on 3DS. That's the Game Boy Color game. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. You could cheat in that game. Because before an important coin flip, you just save your game. And if you don't get the result you like, just turn it off and turn it back on. It's fine. Save states. I didn't do that at all as a kid. I think every Fable game I've ever played has a glitch like that where you just milk the system or cheat the system by just turning something off right after you do something. Um, Also coming out on Wii U is Tengami. Anybody familiar with it? It came out in February on iPhone and iPad and PC. It's a uh, Tengami is set in a 3D pop-up book world entirely made from paper hmm. so that sounds cool As i think i'd just play yoshi story instead <laughs> yeah and finally coming out on 3ds is pit cross e5 i've never played a pit cross game they're supposed to be great right they are so addictive that's what i've heard Ooh. and that's also what i've heard so that's it for your new releases i should get a nintendo this week you should, should get, get a, a nintendo. nintendo you don't have a 3ds either i had a 3ds and i traded it for my vita it's probably no. a, i mean for me that's probably a better better choice yeah just, just. I know Scott. Just having my okay. indie games. I have yeah. unfinished one on there now. I got, uh, I got everything Swapper. Well, as long as Rogue you're, as long as you're enjoying it, then that's that's what matters. Like, sometimes I'll just put those games on. Do you prefer play to play just... Rogue Legacy on your PS4 or I, your I Vita? Uh, the control would be better, but I mean, like, I have games that there's situations where I'm going to play on my Vita, and there's situations where I'm going to play on the TV. When I'm playing on my TV, I'm going to play the bigger big things. games, right? And 2D games, and uh, like I'm playing, even though I have the option, Binding of Isaac is going to be just a Vita for the most part. Because that's the kind of game I want to play on my Vita. Yeah, exactly. It's Splunky, which Binding of Isaacs has got a lot of Splunky in it, you know. Um, Pretty much any of those indie games, I'd rather play on my Vita. Yeah. So. Um, so that's it for your new releases. Let's read some emails. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Our first email comes from our old pal Hikari. <laughs> says, hello, gamer. It's Hikari again. Hello. This is more for Adam and Steven, but guys, I started playing WWE Supercar. <laughs> Help. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let me give you some strategies. What you want to do is just play as much as you can so you get more cards, so you can feed your cards to the cards you really want to use. You want to just lightly tap their, their ass in the uh, uniform to get a special move. So that's my strategy tip to you. He also has a question. <laughs> How long do you think bigger budget games will continue to come out for PS4, Xbox One, PS3, and 360? 
before they only go exclusive to the newest consoles. This holiday season. Well, at least the spring, because Mortal Kombat X. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Will be on both. Oh, is it? And it will be identical. Yeah. So, it's going to be the same it is every generation. It's going to be... Well, I disagree because it's actually never been like this. We it, This is a year later. 360, now. we had Gun as a launch title that was on Xbox and 360. Well, it might be. But yeah, within a year, most wanted. within a less than a year, Dead Rising, Oblivion, those were not on original right. Xbox. You had there were still okay, uh, yeah. Even Madden, it wasn't the same thing. Yeah, I guess the original Xbox didn't sell like close to 100 million. When 360 came out, the Xbox was dead. Yeah, there's been nothing like the Xbox before that. I mean, they literally dropped it dead in the water. Right. Yeah. It was instant. But PlayStation, the PS3. It's interesting to me that, but we're talking about games that are exactly the same thing, other than maybe it looks a little better. But mm-hmm. it is the exact same thing. But with Shadow of Mordor, that's not the case, right? Right. Because there are gameplay systems that are not there. Mm-hmm. So, but they're also with what was it? Deadlight was it? Is Deadlight Dying Light, Dying Light where they canceled yeah. the previous gen yeah. version? So or now you that have is. stuff like with Assassin's Creed, where you have a completely there are two different, different games. games. Yeah. I think this will be the last. I think this fall will be the last yeah, fall season you see where that's the case. But I, we're going to see some more of it next year. Like I said, with Mortal Kombat Exit for sure, but there'll probably be a few more games. It, they'll probably make a lot more uh, fighting games for <coughs> a period of time at least, because that's what's accessible. That's true to everyone too. At the Look time. at uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah. That's on Zerd is on PS3 and PS4, yeah. and it's pretty much the same thing. Well, I think probably another oh, year, year at least already? from the fighting no, game comes perspective. Out in a few weeks. Oh. What's interesting to me is um, the fact that they're still releasing some games only on previous gen, like Borderlands, the pre-sequel, and even this Digimon game. That, to game. me, makes no sense at all. That, like, it's understand. one thing when well, you make them for both. Because it's their budget, I guess. the Gearbox isn't working on the pre-sequel. Well, they were working on the new one. And, you know, why do I if they're going to throw it to a B team or an untested team in Australia... You know why would you know? But that should have come out resources. a year and a half ago when Gears of War Judgment and God of War Ascension came out. Oh, they're yeah. basically the same fucking. Game. Well, no, because Borderlands Two had just come out. No, so that would make no sense. No, they had to work on the Vita port. That's right. So, <laughs> Dave Lang. Dave Lang. Thank you for. So yeah, <laughs> I agree with y'all saying that by this time next year for holiday 2015, it's just going to be new consoles and. Time to move on, guys. Does that mean there's no more Wii U games coming out <laughs> anymore funny. at all after that? Serious question. I don't know why you. I don't know why you think I'm joking. Yeah, no, I, it won't be until winter of 2016 Nintendo, when we have the Super Wii U. They just they just, just do their own thing and not oh, worry about third party. Wii two. We the Wii two. It's an add-on for the Wii U that plays the next generation game. Well, hey, at least at least it's an add-on this time. Like everyone thought the Wii U gamepad was. Yeah, it is. It isn't. <laughs> Can we just get a console with a regular controller, please. No. Um, the next we the next Nintendo controller will actually be two sets of conveyor belts <laughs> going in opposite directions. And I don't know why they or what the rebrand is. NES, like remember in, in line at E3, that's what we thought the announcement was going to be. It was like, holy crap, they're about to announce the NES again. Like Nintendo, <laughs> and they, uh, they just. I just want a regular controller again. Just a regular. Maybe it'll controller. be a GameCube controller. That would be great. <laughs> the I game, love the, the GameCube game, controller. I, I like the GamePad. The Wii Yo. I like the GamePad. The Wii Yo. The Wii Yo. What is it? A Yo Yo now? <laughs> Only when you're not playing it, it just goes up and down. So thanks for that email, Hikari. Our second email tonight comes in from our old pal Nick. What's up? 
He says, hey, everybody, hope you all are doing fantastic tonight. Time for a random non-game-related question. This is our first non-game-related question. Hmm. If, if, you could eat, uh, if you could only eat one type of food, Mexican, Chinese, Italian, etc., for the rest of your life, what would you eat and why? Um, I know this answer for me, and this is not because I work in a place that is that, <laughs> but Italian food to me just never gets old. You're right. I was going to say pizza, but I didn't know if I could only eat one kind of pizza, or as long as I say pizza, I could like mix and match toppings. Yeah. So I don't know how you want to perceive that question. I'm going to go with pizza. It's a really hard question for me because I, like, I just like food. Yeah, so. food is good, but you got to pick one. <laughs> if I could just pick like one kind of food. I don't know. I think I mostly lean on Mexican just because I like Mexican. Mexican is very good. You like spending your mornings See, Mexican. in the solitude of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> not not Taco Bell kind of Mexican. <laughs> when you say like Mexican, actual Mexican food. Yeah. Well, say, American Mexican food or like Mexican? Like, Mexican the, like the real Mexican food. Like a big plate of just it's just one plate. There's this is a comedian who's he's like 70 now, but Billy Connolly. I don't know if y'all know. Yeah, Billy I know Billy Connolly. Connolly. Is, uh, he's one of my favorite comedians. He's so funny. Uh, he always had a bit about Mexican food where he would say, you know, he, it was always funny to him uh, that he would order something at a Mexican restaurant and they would bring it out and he's like, oh, you got it wrong. I, I didn't order this. I ordered a chalupa. And they're like, okay. And they just refold it and give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What about, what about you two over there, Steve and Scott? I probably would, uh, I would go with, you know, I mean, there's differences that, between like you know Chinese and Thai, I'd probably go Thai because it's spicier. Okay. I think uh, we do a lot of Thai food, and I don't know. I just I like that, you know. That's, uh, yeah, I think I would go in the Asian direction as well. I don't know if traditional Japanese, uh, just because I think you could do curry or something. Could do a lot of things with those ingredients, uh, but it's, it's also spices. simple, kind of. But yeah, you know, because I don't know, it's same thing everyone eats, but they just they have a different kind of spice and flavor. <laughs> so and then. He also has a bonus question. The bonus. Pokemon Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire and why? Scott, I know Obviously, you love Pokemon. Anyone got a quarter? Uh, <laughs> I, let me tell you about Pokemon. Why when you can buy both right. uh, in one I try, pack? I try, I try to be I try to be mature and 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 uh, you know not petty about things, and I try not to hold biases and things like that. But Pokemon is tainted forever for me. Uh oh, why? Because <laughs> in 1998 and 99, I worked full time at EB Games, and that's that, all you have to say. Really. And that <laughs> is when the Pokemon card craze was just absolutely bonkers. That's when they would line yeah. up, you know, out the store waiting for these cards, and the parents would get up there, and we we would be out, and we would be yelled at. Yeah, we ruined abused. Christmas. Right, and this was also at the time that I quit EB because of a lot of internal politics going on at the store, and you know people getting fired and putting a lot of uh, extra work and no pay on me. And I remember hating Pokemon because I didn't know anything about it, and every kid crying and yelling at me and wanting it, and it causing our store to be so busy when I was understaffed and running a store when I was getting paid as a part timer, basically. And I remember literally quitting because of Pokemon. I literally. Had lost it. District manager had called up and said, "We fired your boss. Your assistant's gone. You're the third key, but you're running the show. Uh, do I get a pay raise? We'll talk about that next week when someone actually gets in there. Do I have any help? Uh, everyone's busy, so you got to do with what you got. I'm like, I have like two employees. Like, anyways, the point being, it was just like a very awful moment, awful intense time in my life, and I remember 
uh, opening on a Saturday. And speaking of Kevin Smith, the night before, Dogma <laughs> was released in theaters, but it was only playing at um, Segan. I saw it that, that because night. it was controversial yeah. back then. Right. Imagine yeah. back then there were supposed to be like protesters. Now, now that wouldn't no one bat an eye, but back then, you know, it's a controversial comic story about God, you know. Um, and I remember being so exci- excited to go because I'd seen every Kevin Smith film in the theater, and we went to a midnight showing, and I I could not enjoy it because I'd worked all day at the store. And I had to be back next day for a 12-hour shift, and then the next day was going to be a 12-hour shift. It was just like – I was I remember, at that showing. Yeah. Okay. So I did not even pay attention because all I could think about was how much I hated working it. And so the next day I go in, open up, knowing that like Thanksgiving's about to come, and I just don't know how I'm going to do this. And the first customer comes up. He had Pokemon cards. And I said, I'll be back. And I walked to the back room. The store filling with people wanting Pokemon cards, and I called my district manager and said, I'm done. I'm leaving today. And I left. So and Scott Tancer is I said, I'm not even going back. by the way. And so that's, that's Pokemon I've never been able to like not associate killing myself with Pokemon. Dang, I All right, sorry. party pooper. Come on, Omega. That's the best story that's ever been told on this show. <laughs> to be honest, like... Okay. I just. <laughs> I do have to I, say one thing after y'all go. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, I honestly don't care about these this next batch of games. Sturgeon is the worst. Not even because of that. It's just like all the Sturgeon new mechanics the that they're just trying to just slap on us. Sturgeon no is reason. the worst. You know Stop this, it! I know that. Sapphire <laughs> and Ruby on 3DS actually runs worse than X and Y did. Does like it the really? frame rates worse? Oh my god. Uh, and like all the new mechanics and stuff that just that they're just trying to shove down our throats. I honestly just don't care about this batch of games. That's great, but you're but still if, gonna buy one. But, so which one is? It? But if if I if I were to really like care, I guess I would just get Sapphire because I like Kyogre better than Groudon, there and that is literally the only thing. I would get Sapphire because I like blue better than red. There you go. I would also get Sapphire because blue is better than red. Well, red is better than blue, but <laughs> I would pick Sapphire because Alpha is like A, and that starts my name. And Sapphire is my birthstone, and Kyogre is better than Groudon. So, but so you're getting worst. dual pack. <laughs> dual pack. I will get Alpha Sapphire, but Thurgeon is the worst. <clears throat> so <laughs> back then, kids, there were no digital cameras, and uh. I couldn't afford a real camera. We're talking used a Game Boy camera again, right? Um, and I, I had bought a disposable camera for one reason, and that was the only camera I've ever had. It had like thirty pictures on it, or whatever. And I actually had uh, taken a bunch, I guess, in EB at the time, like when I was working there, and put it in a drawer and never developed it. And then, like I don't know, years and years later, uh, I think it was. Rachel, my wife, or someone was like, what is this? I'm like, I don't remember. And we developed it. And, uh, I mean, it was a random stuff from parties and whatever, but there was a picture of me and one of my employees at EB closing the store. And I guess we, uh, I remember this. We had gotten so frustrated with Pokemon and the amount of work it made us do <laughs> that we had taken all the Pikachu uh, stuffed animal toys they had and we had set them up in like a giant pyramid and we were batting them with a baseball bat <laughs> and kicking them kind of like office space style you know with the, the, and we were taking pictures of us like destroying these Pokemon creatures so awesome. uh, I have that somewhere in the house I gotta find it <laughs> you could scan that and send it to me yeah I for real I, I remember the awesome game uh, you came up with whenever that one like one of the few times we worked together at Gameware and it was where you found out 
by accident because like you had a screwdriver and you're up on the ladder and it fell and hit a box and so you went down and like drew a target on the box and then we just sat there dropping it trying to hit the target. <laughs> we're like, yeah, if, if anyone walks in, it looks like we're grabbing a system. We're just dropping the <laughs> screwdrivers into boxes. I forgot about that. Thanks. GamewareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. You can email us things and we will answer them like this. <laughs> We got paid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> now it's time for special stage. <laughs> I have a life pro tip for my special stage. Uh-oh. For something I experienced today. Whenever you call customer service um, and you're bitching someone out because something's breaking, always write down who you talked to and at what time and what you talked about. Because when something goes wrong and you need to call someone back, it's way more effective than be like, well, I talked to some guy. Or if you have their name and date, it's super helpful. Because I was on the phone slash internet chat with Linksys over my broken router for three and a half hours today. <laughs> um, and I talked to six different people, and that was kind of a headache. Also dealing with my Vita, which came back in the mail last Whoa, Friday. Really? My Vita returned. Yay! And after, prodigal son. And after talking with Sony customer support again and telling them my whole story of front and back notes that I took down, and I think I just overwhelmed the poor girl. I, I was like, because technically it's out of warranty now, but I asked them to fix it anyway, and I told them my whole story, and I think she just said yes to shut me up. So always write down who you talked to and what you talked about because it'll definitely help. Pro tip. Yeah, now you have two I get with that all the time. Uh, well, one's still broken, but I'm going to send it off. Ah. And then I'll probably just return the used one I bought from Gameware. Gotcha. So, unless anybody needs an OLED Vita because I got my OLED, I don't make it any, anymore. Yeah. I got one. I got a part-time job working tech support for Linksys. This asshole called me today <laughs> for three hours. Saying some bullshit about his Linksys router not working. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Something. No, I got a new phone. That's fun. So I have a Windows phone, but now I have an Android phone. And um, so I have two phones. Nice. Only one of them works because yeah. you can only have one working SIM card. On your you could have two, but then you'd be paying double. Hey, and I'm in the same boat. Yeah, we both got a new new phone. I just got a new phone as well, new and Android. I still have my old phone. It's funny. I like logged into my Google account, you know, from my Google Play account from four years ago when I had an Android phone, and could see all the shit that I downloaded <laughs> on my old phone. Yeah, I like logged in, and then it uh, did all this stuff, and it was like uh, from uh, what what what's their what's their like Facebook like thing? Google Google Voice. Uh, Google, Buzz, Google, now, was it Google, with the circles? Google, oh, Google, Google Plus. You are Plus, Google. Google that, Amazon, yeah, I Hunger completely Games. forgot I had even made a profile for that. Dude, we should be friends on that. Well, let's do it. You'll be I forgot circle. I said that. Yeah, every once in a while I accidentally clip. So. Yeah. All my friends on Google Plus that are active are like conspiracy theorists. <laughs> yeah, that's the best kind. <laughs> it just goes to show you who's on Google Plus. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I made the switch from iOS to Android, and I have been an iOS user since 2008. That was a long time. And uh, I'm liking the Switch. I've been an Android user since then, and I switched to iPhone this year. And it's so weird. I'm in bed because I have too many children's apps on <laughs> iOS. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to buy or find a substitute. Or but I do still have my 5, and I keep it plugged up to Wi-Fi, and I plan on wiping it of all like the crap and just basically playing games on it. So. That's what I use my That's iPad for. I need an iPad. I have an bigger iPad. Screen. I'd love to play the the Sailor's Dream on a bigger screen for sure because it's beautiful. <laughs> I am going to go to the uh, Louisiana Renaissance Festival in Hammond tomorrow. Oh, man, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you get all dressed up. 
Can't wait for the kids. Uh, to nothing, uh, you I'm should not dress up as up Link. As... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder if my Link costume still fits. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to dress up, but uh, but it will be my first time going to one of these, so I'm That's excited. Cool. I've never been to a Ren Fair. Me. Either. I was about to ask. I mean, I've been to the one in Louisiana, and it, it's nice. It's fun. But have y'all been to like Texas? Oh, Texas one? I heard the Texas one's really good. I went to the one in Hammond as uh, my senior English teacher at Parkview. Really loved like the renaissance time and all that kind of stuff so we went on a field trip to the renaissance fair and it was fun the turkey legs were delicious i got knighted the was he arrested i got some stories of the texas renaissance (laughs) (laughs) Uh, from high school to college we went like four or five times like a big group of us and um that one is like one of the original renaissance festivals so it's huge and i went for a couple years in high school just to go right but then when we got into college people were like you got to go camping like the people camp out what? And that is like crazy. Like it is like another world of madness. <laughs> I mean, it's Surrender it's like yeah, it's after like dark. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It's like naked drum circles and like you don't know what's there's what. no law, it's a, it's a, right? It's, it's, there's it's, no it's, law. It's like party at the moon tower. You know, it's all <laughs> it's tripping on bad acid. And just... There's 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 crazy stuff all over. I mean, you 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 know, there's something for everyone there. I mean, there's families there too, but you know, it's it's wild. But um. Yeah, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was pretty awesome. So, woohoo. Cool. Your turn. Well, my special stage was going to be talking about switching from iOS to Android. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, just switching from phone providers. Our phone I, yeah. uh, operating Oh, yeah. It's also uh, very nice to uh, hit the keep my existing plan and be able to click unlimited data for $30 still. So, that's nice. nice. 450 minutes. Roll Do you mind over. if I run down my list for the special stage? All you bring I, I us home. Scott. Scott. I promise I bring won't us home, Scott. Let's elaborate unless y'all are just dying for conversation. <laughs> we'll uh, go another couple hours. Disclaimer: These are the games that I bet would be on it, but either don't own or play, I have played. I own some Bayonetta 2, Sunset Overdrive. I think would probably be on there. Shadow of Mordor, South Park. I didn't play. Did y'all play South Park? Yes. I played a little bit of it. I did. It was uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter, uh, Sailor's Dream, which I haven't played much of, and Kentucky Route Zero Act Three would all be. Games that I know are going to be fantastic, but I haven't played them. So <sighs> they're like my Last of Us from last year. <laughs> ones that I know would be on, but never played. All right. Unless you have an, a question, I'll just spread the names and that's it. Uh, number ten, Trials Fusion. Okay, so I want to talk about Trials Fusion. Oh, wait, are we doing? We're not doing top ten yet. Uh, that's what I was. I was like, saying if I could run on the list. Okay. I thought. <coughs> Uh, oh, I thought we were gonna do what we did last year, which was since this is my. Well, time that's online. because you were on the show last year in like December when we were doing games. Okay, okay, I can. I'll run down ten through six. We'll save t- save top okay. five for our can game we of the year talk show. About sure, sure. Trials a little. Because y'all, this your would, show, man. I'd like to talk about trials. Is that your number ten? Uh, yeah, trials is my number ten. Okay, go ahead. So that's the first time I've ever played a trials game. Okay, as as for me, is this one. And all I see people complaining uh, on the internet is about content and about modes missing, no. how it's a step back. I love this game. No, it's not. I have so much fun playing Trials. No, people are complaining. There's there's way more DLC for this game than there was for the other ones. But and I spent $40 on it, right? just as much right? content as the original one. $40. It quickly, it quickly dropped to 20 Well, no, it is 20 Yeah. But if you buy the retail version, it's 40 and yeah. it comes with the season pass. Yeah. Oh. How did you get it when you bought it? I bought a digital. So you did you buy the season pass content or just the base? Because I knew I would play it all. Right. I'll say this: I've only played the demo of that game, mm-hmm. but I have played the hell out I know, of that right? demo. I know, right? You can it play is, that demo. 
over and over. They're, they're, I mean, I've probably spent a good three to four hours playing the break, demo. When you break down why I still play games at my at my age when there's like so much else going on, it's uh usually for an experience uh, of like an atmosphere or story or whatever, or a lot of the indie games that play. The Trials has but that, then, though. I actually think it's kind of cool what they did with the background story. I think it's hilarious. But it's still not the main draw for me. Once in a while, mechanics just rule the day. And mm-hmm. there's nothing that feels better than subtly picking up on how to master a, a, an advanced Trials bike. I remember when Trials 1 and 2 came out, I could never even touch the hard and expert courses. I could maybe finish the hard ones or whatever. Um, but by the time I've played this one... I can actually usually get through the last course on this one. I could not beat. I probably put like 900 tries into it. I couldn't do it. But uh, all the other ex- expert courses I actually completed. I might I might look like an idiot, but it's just it, it's just amazing the physics and the control. It's just perfect. So yeah, trials. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> number nine, Among the Sleep. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> it's coming on PS4 eventually. It's a it's a game that actually uh, kickstarted and it's on PC. And uh, I almost want to say I, I was a little disappointed in it, uh, but it, it kind of wrapped, it's very short. It, it's kind of like a um, it's from the perspective of a two year old, and uh, it's kind of like amnesia or whatever. But you're a two year old crawling on the floor, hmm. and so what they do really well. There's more creativity in the four hours of this game than probably you know majority of all major games this year combined. Um, than Sega in the last ten years. Yes, <laughs> uh, but it's all about perspective. I mean, like you know, when you're a kid and a lightning storm is happening and you're in your crib or whatever, and you know you see a shadow, it looks like a giant monster, and that's what they do in this game. So, uh, and I, I, I kind of was disappointed what they did with the middle of it. It started so strong, but then they wrap it up at the end where I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And it it's really ends up being a, a, another one of these like hidden narrative stories where it's really about what um, divorce and uh, having two parents that don't get along will really affect hmm. and haunt a kid. I have to play this. It's cool. When it comes on PS4, try it out. It probably will be free on PS Plus. Um, but it's like a, Sweden te- a Swedish team, and uh, they really do use, uh, you know, like, you know, it kind of gets kind of, fantastical like a Alice in Wonderland game and I kind of liked it in the beginning where it, sh- it felt like it's real but it's from a perspective that's warped and then they kind of go off where it's magic right. but then when you get to the end you realize you know it's more of a uh, you know there's all these things that were important stories that his dad would read and that's why this thing was in this game as a magic creature you know, it, it's, 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 it's interesting there's no gun mechanics because you're a toddler but <laughs> <laughs> there's really no, it's just a lot of hiding and crawling and experience kind of similar to a gone home yeah, a, l- a little more gameplay. Uh, okay. There is some hiding from monsters and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, uh, just just real creative, real, real fantastic. Number eight, one thousand one spikes. Okay. Yep. Uh, that is like Volgar the Viking. That is a game where, where you're you going die. to die over and over again. But it is, I mean, it is rage-inducing. But nothing better when you beat a level. And I actually was excited for this one because I had played one thousand, just one thousand spikes, mm-hmm. which was an XBLA indie game. Uh, that I bought for one dollar <laughs> about three years ago, and it was because Jonathan Blow constantly was tweeting about how it was, you know, this game should be studied in, you know, game school or whatever because it's so smart. And so I was like, well, let me check it out. Loved it. And then when One Thousand and One Spikes came out, I was very disappointed because I realized it was the same game, mm. and I thought it was a sequel. 
Oh, but, but they had a bunch of like multiplayer games added to it. So I was like, well, but I was like, I started playing it to make sure that they didn't change up anything. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm getting into it again. And I already forgot how to get past all of this stuff. And then, you know, I played it forever and I thought I beat it. And then I realized, oh, that's the first half. And the second half is the sequel. So it's actually quite awesome. It's like two games in one. Um, number seven, Fract OSC. Um, just you have to watch videos of it. It's hard to explain. Uh, I talked about it before. For an I remember, interface. it was your um, was it one of the most anticipated games. Of this right, year. Yeah. right, right. And it's basically a uh, first-person puzzler that basically teaches you how how to do synth music. Huh. Uh, so you're walking in this like insanely shaped geometry world that's just very alien. And you have to use like sound to find where you go, and then when you get there, you basically are learning sequence uh, mechanics to solve puzzles. But they do it in a, a level design to where it makes sense for the level. And then when you're done with it, oh, I kind of actually understand how to do a sequencer. So when you beat the game, they actually open up a, a program that's just how to you know like a regular sequence music uh, program or whatever. Um, it's just that sounds when awesome. You, <laughs> some of the traversal and finding a way around is clumsy. And maybe not always intuitive, but when you beat the synthesizer part puzzles and like the lights in the entire world turns into like this giant music organism, yeah, like I, I don't know, chills. It was pretty awesome. <clears throat> and then uh, number six is Super Time Force. Okay, I I can appreciate what Super Time Force did. Did you beat it? Or, no, I got kind of tired of playing. What I loved about Super Time Force is that I loved. 2D games like Contra and Gunstar Heroes. Well, yeah. And I hear about good ones all the time, right? And I go play them and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't I, I guess I just don't like these like these anymore. And to turn it into a puzzle game was genius. And when I realized that I'm scraping by doing the bare minimum to get through these levels, but then if I like to get all these like flying gems and do it all perfectly, it just it, it's mind-boggling how mm-hmm. amazing it is. So uh, I thought it was genius. Oh, I can appreciate it for what it was. I just got tired of thinking like that. I guess trying to think fourth <laughs> well, dimensionally, fourth dimensionally. I love where, you know, Swapper. I, I love those games. Yeah, I like the main the uh, the main level part. I didn't like the bosses, and then I got to like the heaven ish level, mm-hmm. and I kept dying trying to ascend, and that just got annoying. Like, but I could see that. I mean, I got stuck a few times, but I just would change up my strategy, and you know, I I found myself relying on the same people. Mm-hmm. And then when I would switch around, I would I mean, that realize that I, oh, there were so many characters that I'm like, why would I use this character when I could use this character? And then all of a sudden, bam, I would realize I've been, I, I could go back and play the last two levels with a whole new set of characters and do way better. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, I mean, I, I, I didn't invest enough to unlock everything, but I mean, I played the level several times through. I thought it was uh, just real smart. Yes. Yeah. I just love when people do crazy shit like that. <laughs> Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I want to see. I wanted you to save your top five, just because I know it's early November, so there's still games coming. No, out I'm easily... done. Oh, okay, but, but you know, I'll send them in. But you know, yeah. just to be able to talk about them, um, you know, because uh, I always have things to say. <laughs> but I'll send an email in. So yeah, I want to get more uh, user or listener content for Game of the Year this year, either through SpeakPipe or, or email. Yeah, that's true. So. I'll send a 25 minute SpeakPipe. Well, you have a 90 second limit. Actually, I'll send how many? Limit. How many does it take to get? Well, I can only, I can only get, I can only get 20 with our three. <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Um, we have Game of the Year coming Especially up. Especially if you want to talk about Shovel Knight, because you know I can talk Shovel about Shovel Knight. Knight. 
Someone that was so good. So that, that that's coming up soon. We'll be recording that in early December before the Martins fly out to Japan. It won't come out till late December. So definitely get those uh, lists coming into us. Our, your top fives. Speak type your top one, your game of the year. That'd be cool. So uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Speakpipe.com slash GameWareExpress is the SpeakPipe. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch.tv, and YouTube.com at V4Extreme12. That's a lot of places. So Google, you should, no Google Plus? No, I don't use Google Snapchat? Plus much. No. Tumblr? No. My Buddy Profile? Neil? No. <laughs> you ready for this? Uh-oh. You ready for this? I'm always ready. And you know. I know. Because I tweeted you. Oh. <gasps> but I have, I, I got my Twitter account up and running again. So you can follow me on Twitter which probably won't have much activity per right now, but at FriskMyNutch, which is F-R-I-S-K-M-A-H-N-U-T-Z. All right. I'll follow that as soon as <laughs> Do you get, do social media? Get Scott? off my lawn, kids. Fair I have enough. no interest. Actually, I you do. You can that. find Scott on Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Just look for Neil's Fire Team and I'll be on it. Uh, I do have a Twitter account, but I have one follower, and it's... Uh, uh, a guy from the Czech Republic named Pavel Bezdek, <laughs> who just followed me because he's probably looked up every Bezdek and just follows him. <laughs> I have no interest in being followed. I actually use Twitter purely as a feed source to find out about indie stuff from indie developers. So I have nothing but like indie developers and like Kevin Smith is all I have. Uh, and unless you really want to, the only things I've ever posted, unless you want to hear my opinion on Gamergate, don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on uh, Cuddler, Grinder, and Pinterest at Steve Gameware. <laughs> Also Twitter. <laughs> you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. Also this podcast slash Gameware Express. Subscribe on iTunes, review us there. Subscribe on SoundCloud, leave us comments there. Subscribe on Xbox Music. Can you leave comments on Xbox Music? Yep. Just do that. I post the RSS feed in the show notes. You can plug it into your favorite carve it into your phone. Android I podcasting I still use my Zoom app. program. I never updated the music. Uh, I think that's everything. And someone Somebody. finds Sega and slap them. <laughs> it's, been like, it's been like three hours, so let's let's get out of here. Somebody use the speak pipe already. Oh, I will. Thank y'all for it. joining me. Thanks, Scott. I'm glad you were able to come back on the show. It was great having you as usual. Thanks for letting me spout forever about random stuff like this. I think it's like our second Games. longest show aside from the E3 show. One of our longest shows before was when you were on. Yeah, no, no. I'll bring, I'll bring no, you bring great conversation. Was, I appreciate it. It was a pleasure. We didn't get to like half my notes, but you know, I'm trying to be better. Next year. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for joining me. Thank everyone for tuning in and listening and putting up with all this. Have a great weekend, y'all. We'll see you next week. Record scratch. Record <laughs> scratch.